So, Rafi, Yay. what is the difference between musty and musky? Share us your learnings of the day. I learned I learned minutes before we started this fabled fod, po- podcast, uh, we <laughs> we learned the difference uh, in uh, between must and musk with a k and like this is something that has been plaguing humanity for <laughs> since the dawn of oh time. My God. <laughs> and, uh, or at least since the dawn of this pandemic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I learned that musk is someone's like body odor, like someone's stank, yeah, yeah. personal stank, and must per- is something that's been kept for a long time. And that the main kind of learning that I got was these things, like all things, turn into a Venn diagram and intersect and slowly become a singularity <laughs> where must and musk <laughs> is the same like God-forbidden thing. I mean, since since ever since the quarantine, it's been pretty much the same thing, oh, yeah. right? We're trapped in our rooms, not taking baths, mm-hmm. not wearing pants. Yep. M- Are you wearing pants? I'll never tell. Oh boys, welcome to another episode of the Good Trades Brigade, episode 87 in fact, where in Good Trades, the Good Trades the show, this is the show where we punch each other with stories and everyone takes the big, big damage. And joining me today, uh, I mean, me first, I suppose, I'm the yeah. host man, joining myself is myself who is Emil in the morning at night. And I will be your host man today for this episode of The Good Trades. And joining me, somebody who is consistently punching the screen and ex- exuding his musk of kayfabe. <laughs> like, like, no matter where he goes, he exudes a wrestling musk. Mr. Raffi Graffiti. Ooh, pop, pop in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> I punched oh, someone. I punched your butt. I punched your butt. That's what happened there. No, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Butt Pop punch is a different you, thing. You yeah. ever see you like careful you, with that. you ever know? Yeah, <laughs> you ever noticed in some movies when like some gangs beat up on a guy on the street, they're like they punch him in a way that's like they're just flailing their arms at him, and the punches are coming from their waist, kind of like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Jupiter's ascending. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jupiter's legacy, yeah. Jupiter's legacy. No, yeah, you're you're what? super right. Does that happen in Jupiter's? Dude, w- watch it. Like we said, the action is very CW. Wait, Jupiter's so, ascending is the one with yeah, the, the, one with the, the lady the, from. Oh. Yeah, the chaining tape, the wolf man. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, Jupiter yeah. ascending is totally different you know from what? Jupiter's oh, legacy. Like, I thought that they're gonna make a Netflix show about Jupiter Ascending called Jupiter's Legacy. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> I also thought. Isn't that the same was. thing? Yeah. yeah. And then, oh, okay. It's a different thing. It's a where Mark was Denver the skateboarding thing. werewolf? What the fuck? <laughs> oh. Also, also joining us is the Cheese Man himself, the sleepy man who is defeated by the burgers on the regular. His arch nemesis, <laughs> the. <laughs> Wait, wait. Bergelator. Bur- Bur- <laughs> Bur- <laughs> there you go. Bergelator. Mr. Miguel. 
Samson. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna draw that idea. <laughs> Burgelato. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna draw it right. Cheese man. Cheese man. Cheese man. Also, also, also joining us today, the last but not the least, the Lacan. Of oh. the big robots what? keeping wow. the balance yeah. between the human world and the robot world, <laughs> Mr. Sure. King Migoy. Man, whenever I hear that word Lacan, <laughs> it sounds like yeah. something really wet to me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I could, I could it sounds like a wet fruit. Yeah, it sounds yeah, like exactly. a wet fruit. It sounds like mm-hmm. like <laughs> I, I think about you're not wrong. Or, Lanka of some kind. Uh, yeah, Lanka. Lanka. That's there, it, there, that's there you yeah, go. Yeah. That's where my brain goes. First. I think it. Like, does that word come from like Lakandula? What um, is that, dude? It's, I barely I, passed Filipino for God knows how long. I don't know. Um, Lakan is. I think it has its origins in Ilocano, and it's mm-hmm. it means gentleman. To be honest, it means just gentleman. Really? I am not one hundred percent on that, but it's, that's 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 what I it uh, doesn't, took it as. It doesn't no, mean, no, 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 Rafi, Paladin. Like, <laughs> but Rafi, as a Filipino, you're hundred percent correct. Whatever you yeah. say. If, I mean, you are if I, yeah, It's yeah, our yeah. word. We make the it's rules. It's our word. Yeah. Yeah. It constantly changes. Well, I've Con waited means. for this my whole entire life. The earth is flat, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if the Philippines does own the earth. Yeah, dude. No, no, no. You're, well, you're no, hearing it for the, the first time here. The Philippines is flat. Yeah, the I'm, Philippines I'm, is flat. The Philippines is I'll flat. I believe I'm, it. I'm a flat Filipiner. <laughs> <laughs> Filipino. Oh God! What a good way to start off the show. You know, a lot of damage has already been exchanged. How has it been, boys? The Khan it's gotta be bug. offensive to someone, right? We call the Filipino. Oh my God! The Filipino. Can that be our thing now? Can we just say Filipino instead of Filipino? No, don't. We're gonna get. Bodied by the, Fil- the we're gonna replace Philippine X with Filipino. Oh, don't, yeah. touch don't touch don't that. Don't touch that. No, 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 no. Oh god. No, we gotta take it back. This is our world. This is yes. our world. We, we are the Filipinos. We make what the about, future. What about we spell flat with an X? <laughs> what is Where this Kingdom Hearts? Where is this? Go. Where Everywhere. would the X go? Just at the end? Like, is it silent? Anywhere. I, initially, I thought you replaced the A, but <laughs> it can go anywhere. It's silent, man. Yeah, it's silent. Dude, as long as it's the French pronunciation, you can put it anywhere and it'll work. <laughs> My God. This early. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. How many things mm-hmm. have we violated in the first few A lot. Minutes? Not enough. Four, a lot. Four to five. Yeah, enough. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> That is oh a lot God. of damage, but, uh, but, right. but, but, usually on this show, we get to talking about our weeks, talking about the media we've consumed, talking about the interest we've been interested in, and uh, just to jump off on what we've talked about already, our Filipino-ness, I think we have something that we can discuss <laughs> all together, boys. A little something called Trese. Have you guys watched that? No. No. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have. 
yeah. Oh man, it, dude. You know like, what? Um, you know what? I yeah. Harry Pottered it. I, I Harry Pottered Tress. What, what does that mean? mean? <laughs> that means I haven't read anything about it. I haven't read the comics, but I oh. watched the series. Oh, yes, okay. the Harry, Harry Potter, Potter comics. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, 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 I haven't read the books, but I've I've read the whole movie series. I mean, no, I've, viewed, um, I've watched it. Same thing. I've actually like I'm well aware of Tresse. Like um whenever I see it at Comic-Cons and stuff like that, whenever my friends talk about it, I'm like, "Yo, you do the good." But for some reason, I've never like taken the time to actually sit down, buy a book and read it, so I've never read Tresse. So everything going into the Netflix thing for me was fresh. Oh, nice. okay. Nice. What about you, boys? What's what's what? What about you, Migoy? What's your background with the Tresse? Because I know uh, Rafi has a background, yeah, so we'll leave him for the last. It's the same. I'm not a comic man, because you know I don't want to invest like money into something that might uh, might not turn out to be good if it keeps going. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like okay. if I were to read comics, it would have to be like someone else's collection. Like, mm-hmm. hopefully, in its completion, then I would read it. But yeah, uh, I don't really read comics in general, so. I'm also going into this blind. All I know is that hey, it's it's made by the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Pinoy Pride. Ooh, <laughs> flat, flat, Dude, flat pride. like Let's like go. no joke though. No joke Dude, though. The comics when, are flat, right? <laughs> <laughs> like like absolutely no joke. Like with the Filipino pride thing being a massive joke on the internet and Philippine baiting being a thing. <laughs> like absolutely no joke. When I saw it pop up on Netflix and I watched the start of it. <laughs> And the opening right? scene, <laughs> what is Rafi is writing Tresse on his arm? <laughs> what do you call it? Sorry, and um, like like right when th- this thing opened up, and it opens up with the MRT breaking down and in front of the, Guadalupe Bridge. Yep. The sense of <laughs> Filipino pride inside me just welled up. I'm like, yo, that's us. <laughs> that the, yep. the MRT that's breaking down. On the Guadalupe, that's just the Philippines. That's they got it. And, no, dude, and I'll I counter that. That's not realistic. Because yeah. when an MRT Why? breaks down and nobody complains, something mm. is wrong. Oh, dude, yeah, they just kind of walk out and they're like, eh. I think, no yeah, screaming, no like, I. That kind of reflects the the now, actually. Like, the MRT is just too battered up that if, if anything, <laughs> if it na. breaks, they just, <laughs> yeah, oh, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just get the fuck out that's, of here. That's no, actually, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think Carlos pointed it out. Like when we talked about it, our friend Carlos pointed out like that. That's actually the most Filipino thing in that whole entire sequence. It's that the people are just used to it and they just brush yeah. it off because this always submit to your <laughs> They're problems. They're so used to, to it. Do yeah. anything about it? Mm-hmm. That's so the Filipino way. Right? Filipino way. That is the <laughs> right, Filipino right. way. So, like, uh, both Miguel's and I have no direct background with Tresse. We've never read the comics. But I know for a fact that the Raf man has a oh, bit yeah. of a background with the Tresse. He He's a bit of a Tresse man. He's a bit of a Tresse man. He shook read, his hand. It's like shaking Sinatra's hand. Yeah. I've read a few <laughs> words of Tresse. I've, I've read a few words really? of the books. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. fan. Yes, as Rafi reveals this hand-drawn yeah. marker on his on his forearm <laughs> that says Trese thirteen. It's been the there since Comic Master Chef. It's yeah, totally. Nice. Didn't see it coming. Yeah, 
uh, even though the books came out at 14, I think. No, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I super love dress. Uh, it was one of the main things that inspired me to kind of pursue art, kind of um, uh, want to make art. One of the very first like uh, immersions or like experiences with the local art scene. So yeah, I mm. I am yeah, very dude, well. Like, like I actually saw your status on it. And I had no idea that it was one of your inspirations of oh, getting yeah. into art. Because now that you mention it, like your love of two-toned like illustration that just uses black and white, Yon. I see it now. I'm like, yo, that that's a tresse. Yep. <laughs> that dude, I've, I've always yeah. That, that, they're thirteen tones. Uh, no. Uh, what's that called? <laughs> I've I've. It was really striking because like. Uh, I I said this on the on the the post as well of like, I was looking for a like I was just looking for comics to read. I was a young, uh, nubile man, uh, looking oh. for <laughs> exploring sure. exploring his preferences in the sea of superhero comics. So I go to like a fully booked in Gateway, and uh, which is a local comic book store, and I mean mm-hmm. a local bookstore period. And I was looking at all the graphic novels. We have your DCs. You got your Superman. You got your Green Lanterns. And um, in the sea of color, I just see one book that's just like black and white, stark black and white. And it was so eye-catching. Like in the midst of so many like colorful things, there was just this one book in stark black and white. And that that art style made me want to pick up the book because it looks so clean. Huh. And that's when I was like, okay. Uh, I, I look at it and I, I see Murder on Balete Drive. Like, <gasps> a Filipino made this. That's I know the, where that is. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that's that's kind of when when I started like seeing it. And even before, like a big a big, uh, yeah, it, it set me on that path of like learning about the local Filipino comic community. And sick. Yeah, now, sick. So yeah. Now. Now. There's the the anime adaptation after all those years, right? Yeah, isn't it's it kind real. of incredible? Like like so um what have you guys uh watched already? Are you guys done with I'm the series? I'm finished yep. with it. I was done. surprised that it's only 6 episodes. I thought it was yeah. 24 or 50. I thought they're going to F- do the Gundam 50. route. <laughs> I thought we're going to have two seasons. A whole year of ah, More episodes. Dude, more episodes than the book. <laughs> More, yeah, more dude, episodes than books I it's see. It's been okay. done. I mean, if <laughs> like, Game of uh, Thrones did it, why not? <laughs> so, Mi- Migoy is just on episode one, so maybe we shouldn't talk mad spoilers. Yeah. But okay. let's okay. let's talk like a little bit like around like how we thought of it or so, like like so what you guys think. Mm-hmm. More or less impressions. Yeah, no, no spoilage long. I'm pretty impressed, as far as my impressions go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I Can you add something about, about <laughs> <laughs> No. Yeah. Um, okay. Like, it's really hard not to talk about the spoilers, but in general, what do you call it? Like, what um, uh, the cheese man himself just said about it being a 50 episode series, I can actually see that happening. Like, that's, that's like jokes aside, this mm-hmm. show could totally work as a monster of the week type show that can extend uh, yeah. into infinity right yeah. mm-hmm. like i especially super like the first uh few episodes where it really takes that formula and runs with it and mm-hmm. 
there's something cool happening in the background there's something like an overarching story but the formula is monster of the week and like i actually think this show suffers for being only six episodes because yeah. yeah, you can you can actually feel that they're trying their best to cram as much as they can for the budget they were allocated so i really think this would work more as a long-form series that takes from the monster of the week formula because if you know this in one of those episodes it wasn't just monster of the week it was three monsters in one in episode, one episode yeah. yeah right right mm. that that specific one that specific episode where where she like there were three storylines playing out all at the same time which yeah. was executed well but i think that you know um yeah if if each monster was given an episode each they mm-hmm. would have been able to explore the mythology a little bit more explore like oh uh i dude i want to know how tikbalang society like does exactly mm-hmm. right yeah 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 like like but in general i i i super duper love the show like the animation could use a little bump up you mm-hmm. it's it's a little bit rough in some frames some frames are missing some frames are a little bit choppy uh like that opening scene like was just sliding images really yeah. and sometimes it happens like even at the end but um overall i think the package was good and it's kind of like a proof of concept that yo you could totally turn this into a weekly show where we could tackle a monster of the week that's my take going through what emil said about the animation i was actually worried um and on episode one um because the first fight scene that they showed is jank it's pretty jank i'm not gonna lie it's jank Mm -hmm. like that that kick Mm. That's, that's that's a weak ass kick. No power. No, no power. No power. No 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 no. It's it's just it 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 felt and it looked like it's awkwardly animated to make it a full like swoop and it mm-hmm. kind of oh 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 are they gonna have a hard time animating the rest of the action scenes? But um, I'm actually surprised that they pulled it off quite uh, better on the yeah uh, later episodes because. First episode is is an introduction of, I guess how the art direction would look like, as a whole. But they mm-hmm. did kind of had produ- more like they they do kind of have more production value when it comes to the later episodes. Which um, like like um, as for well, well we can't spoil anything. But my favorite episode is probably three. Okay. Like comes to monster of the week, Re- monster of the week, uh, because like the nature of um, the protagonist in Thresa is that she's a like um like a paranormal investigator, and I think uh, episode three made it uh, like it made that kind of genre work really mm-hmm. well exactly. on that episode, and I wish every episode is like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I like that's the strongest episode for me, uh, in my opinion. And, oh man, what about you, Rafan? Uh, uh, yeah, I was about to say more. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, go 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 go, go 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 go. No, because this is about the dubbing, dude. This is about the dubbing. So I, I oh, feel like we could yeah. discuss this after Rafi's uh, okay. initial impressions, because we have to talk about the dubbing. We okay, have to talk no. about the dubbing. Uh, I am right there with you with episode three being the strongest in that it had like the best focus. Like, oh, this mm. time, it's just going to be this one thing that happens. We're just going to 
kind of steep in this world and be spooked by it and kind of like um, have the focus be on this one thing that happened. So that's great. Um, I think the whole thing suffers from yeah, try, trying to cram so much in. I'm just gonna reinstate all your points. I think because I'm right there with you. Because <laughs> uh, like I am right there with you. I super agree. Like on the ball, that the, those are the gripes that I find. Um, I wish they could have like uh, uh, focused on just one thing at a time and kind of steepen it and have the kind of mystique of that certain thing like just set in and we can live in that world for a little bit because that like, was how the comics like it would one case like it wouldn't be oh, mad if if mm-hmm. they wouldn't even like go on the regular 20 minute format like i would be okay if it's 15 minutes per episode if they're gonna do like a monster of the week like mm-hmm. i would be mm-hmm. okay with that you know um yeah like as long as you know they have a very focused story per episode that'd be like, nice like i really think like this story really needs like that time to steep like rafi said because my favorite yeah. moments of the series are those small moments where you see the characters just going about the motions of being in this supernatural manila uh, and right. like this isn't much of a spoiler for migoy but uh, one of my favorite sequences is just the police chief going to work. That ah, is one yeah, of my yeah, favorite yeah, was, sequences. That, of, that was really nice. Of him just getting ready to go to work, getting on the jeep, doing his thing, buying his pandesal in the morning. Yeah, and lining up on the on the dude, sorry, sorry store. It's That's so good. So it's real. so good. <laughs> and so, like, Migoy, since you've only watched one episode, what's your impression? Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, the animation thing, I've actually seen, like, not just Worse. Netflix shows, but <laughs> yeah, even like Avatar. a more mainline, say, anime that had that has way more money put into it, like do the same type of you know budget cutting in certain scenes. Okay. And like you said, it gets better, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, as for the things that happen, I'm just a little weirded out how everyone is so normal about there being just monsters everywhere. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Specifically, yeah, yeah. is that a like, thing? Group. Is is it not is it the really. type of world where that's the norm and monsters aren't hidden? Actually, that's the first question that came up for me in episode one because there's this mm-hmm. fucking white lady on the ground yep. and yeah. people are just crowded around yeah. this police barricade, mm-hmm. and then and then Tressa goes up to the he, she goes up to the police chief and she asks, uh. Um, um, what's going on? And then he says, "Who the fuck would kill a ghost?" <laughs> and he says, "No witnesses." And then I'm like, "Who are those right in the back? <laughs> those are all witnesses. What are you talking about?" I, I feel like those witnesses can't see the ghost. They're just there because you know a Filipino Ooh. way of oh, makikita how the police lang. circle. Kasi daming no, like dun sa yeah, 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 yeah. Ma- lang. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. It's a it's just fucking busybodies. So, like what's going on? What's yeah, going yeah, in here? Yeah, yeah. Is there like a is I, I like I, is there like a shooting? From <laughs> is there like a shooting? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! Right? Fuck! Wait! Wait! Uh, like side that. note like on that. that shooting thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was like a bunch of people around my street before, <clears throat> and then I hear some guys says, "Oh my shooting done!" And I thought like, <laughs> "Did somebody die?" <laughs> oh, then like ah, my my artista like oh thank yeah. God. Oh. Dude, that happens all a lot. Like you, you think they're doing their business, right? And then people just, just like yeah, yeah. make it Busy worse because it up. just crowd so, around. Somebody like 
Yeah. Rubber necking. Yeah. For sure. yeah. I like that. So uh, I like I, I like that just my, my other th- yeah right my, my other thing about that whole weird because I don't know how the world of Tressa works right so yeah I was just confused with <clears throat> like how they didn't fully explain it at the start it, it's when mm. she saves the people right from from the vampire Aswang peeps mm-hmm. right. and then they're like oh uh they tra- the the evil guy who's running for mayor or whatever I forget what he's running for president and he's like oh he came over and tried to buy our land and then when we said no because we were waiting for a bigger deal the fire started and the monsters so we had to leave and then they're just talking about you know a swung like it's a regular thing yeah i saw them take all the people and eat them and like his his tone of voice seems a little normal for this conversation oh i know and then I was I was chatting with my friends and like, oh my god, is the real villain capitalism? It's the condos, <laughs> Tresse. The condos. It's oh, all dude. about the condos. The I condos are the real enemy, man. That's really a good take. That is really good. Fuck. And I'm like, oh, maybe dude. they'll explain it. I won't say anything. But that's just a really weird, heavy swerve to like. No, yeah. <laughs> they, <laughs> they never yeah, actually address it. Like, like uh, normal people see spooky things and they don't react the way you yeah. think they would you know yeah, what i mean but, but if you think about that's it weird. like that's how we would um think of because you know we're expecting it oh this is a like a, a production that's western but if you think about it like what would you react or, like how would you react if you saw anaswang like, i'd fucking run away dude yeah, yeah. Dude. <laughs> but but <laughs> I you, like i just if, start if you punching the, <laughs> out the real you know, like if, if you if you talk to people about uh if 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 you talk to people about it, like mm. it would sound like, like how I don't, I don't know. Normal. Like I don't know. I actually I don't, don't know. know. Like, like, I think it's different like per you person. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Like, like I, the, I was hysterical when I saw an open door in our corridor. Like you think I wouldn't freak <laughs> out when I saw fucking Aswang all over the place? I would fucking oh, lose it, dude. <laughs> oh, so dude, like, like Migoy mentioned something about tone of voice, and I think that's where we can jump into the overall yeah, dubbing, the dubbing of this. Because, yeah. because, right. sure. like, I watched all three. Like, oh, like you. Oh, nice. No, no, no. Like, like, <laughs> like, I'm not crazy. I didn't watch the whole series. Like, like, uh, uh one in English, one in Tagalog, one in Japanese. <laughs> but, um, what do you call it? I would watch the whole thing in English, and then I would. Uh, scrub back to certain scenes and then uh, switch to Tagalog and switch to Japanese and switch to Spanish. And, um, Spanish? Yeah. Um, oh, okay. It has a Spanish dub as well. Mm, so, um, what do you guys think of the dubbing? Um, uh, what about you, Miggy and Refi? Like, what what main language did you watch? Uh, I've yeah, only so seen it in English because that looks to be the original intent because the lip syncs match the English voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. oh, what about right. you? Ray? And I, I, I've at least heard people complain about the the accents being all around the place. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm I my defense for that is that's kind of true. That's true. Because our accent Filipinos is kind have, of all over the yeah, place. Like it, both, uh, like in in. In our native languages, our dialects and English in general, the best description I've heard an American refer to our English is nondescript, because yeah. most people can't tell where our English is from because mm-hmm. it varies per person. Mm. I so think, they can't quite pin it down. 
I think the best description I've seen of uh, how the Filipino accent is actually portrayed in Tresa in the English dub is that it is the Jokoy accent that yeah. got popularized. Yeah, that would be you know the stereotypical yeah, yeah, yeah. one, right? But that's that would not be the stereotypical to everyone. One. Right. No, mm. and and it would come and go like uh, in some there lines. There are certain characters who had that solid, like their their accent solid. is just that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah. And for some characters, it would fade in and out. Uh, right. But, but uh, what about you, Rafi? How did you watch this? Like I in Tagalog, it according to the original vision of <laughs> show the tattoo, show the super tattoo. Tresser, Tresser thirteen. Oh no, I, I I watched it according to the original vision, which is English. English was English. Really? The, main okay. form of, the main form of the comic was in English with Tagalog so, phrases. That's how it was yeah, first yeah. done, how it was written. Mm-hmm. And then years down the line, they translated. Amazing. Uh, they translated it to Tagalog. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. I think I'm the only one who really watched it in Tagalog. Really? Holy shit. Okay, okay. No, I watched it I watched it in Tagalog mm-hmm. and then English yeah. dub because I know Filipino dub like fucking sucks. Like, Dude, here's the thing. It's way like, different. I'm not like, saying it okay. sucks, but it, it's way different. No, no, no. Here's and the then thing. I'm, I ha- I'm saying it sucks. <laughs> okay, sure. All right. Okay. And, and I do right. like shifted to other languages uh, mm-hmm. on some scenes, on some scenes because yeah. like for example... Uh, there's a scene that oh I know this guy is voiced by this guy, yeah. On the English dub, I want to hear what he has to say, and then, you know, blow blow Blake Bortles, and then okay, let's go back. To, you know. <laughs> and then there are also Stuck scenes where there. I see where hey, uh, what would the Japanese say, or what would the Japanese <laughs> sound like when they're speaking in Filipino like phrases, and then that's where oh, the exactly. curiosity is. And then mm-hmm. I find out, oh, they butchered it. So let's go back to Filipino. Ah, no. okay. I I feel like the Filipino dub is okay. Um, really? I feel like the voice actress from Tressa is actually fine. I'm not sure why people are like mad about um, yeah, I've been that, her that performance. actress being not not being like top notch because one. Correct me if I'm wrong, Rafi. Tressa is just stale. Like, she is just monotone, uh, like a monotone Neo character that doesn't have, whoa, that he doesn't, yeah. like, like, like she doesn't have any expressions. Like, she is emotionless. Her voice, in the, comic, her voice in the comic was much different. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. But the voice is the, what you give her I'm in your kidding. mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but. But, right, but, right, but that's right. the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, like, Lisa Sobrano, the, the casting is mm-hmm. perfect because <laughs> no matter how much she fucks up the voice acting, if it's monotone <laughs> or stale, it's fine. Because if it's, 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 it if it's an character. emotionless character, it works. Yeah, it mm-hmm. works. Like, mm-hmm. it's like Keanu Reeves. You, you cast Keanu Reeves in this dead eye, dead pan, uh, Jean <laughs> mm-hmm. Wick. It works because that's his character. So I feel like that's okay. actual good casting. And oh, no, no, not not good. Smart, smart casting. 
Oh, yeah. from them. Yeah, dude. That's a way to um, put it. What do you call yeah, it? Yeah, I can yeah. totally get I where you're coming from because because my problem with the Filipino dub is actually super different. Um, really? Okay. Yes, my problem with the Filipino dub is not the casting or the performances or anything like that. I have two main complaints about the Filipino dub. Uh, number one, the sound quality of the dubbing is so different. Sometimes oh, Liza yeah. feels like she's talking into a tin can. You know what I mean? Oh, no. Like, like you can feel the room is different, or yeah. the the treatment is different. Yeah, you oh, can like really God. feel it's polar that. opposites on what the Western production uh, sound. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's bad. Like, like the sound quality on 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 the voice lines in the Filipino are on a completely different level from the other dubs, which was bothering me. And number two, which is my bigger complaint actually, is that uh, since this was originally written in English and then dubbed over in Filipino, it had to be translated. But the thing is, it wasn't translated. It was transliterated. Oh no! Oh, really? Yep. That's the like, wrong that's way, dude. <laughs> dude, there are certain lines in there that are just direct translations from the English text into Filipino, which make no sense. Like, like, um, um, as a sentence, someone would say in Filipino, it wasn't localized, it wasn't translated, mm-hmm. it was literally just transliterated. Okay, and then, mm-hmm. that's, that's hella yeah. ironic. What the fuck? That was our home it, court. That was like our layup. Yeah, layup. Okay, I I didn't notice that to be honest, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. because I'm that's I'm really nasty. bad at Filipino. <laughs> I'm really bad was, at Filipino. Yeah. yeah, when, yeah. when I was like um, watching it, I was okay. Sure, this sounds like Filipino, and then I, I I do understand what they're what what they're getting at, but I still stuck with it, and I feel like I, I still stand by watching it in the Filipino dub is more natural than actually watching it in English because I have problems with the English dub. Actually. Oh really? What are your yeah. problems with uh, the English dub? You've, you've you've already mentioned it. It's it's that Filipino accent. I don't like. Ah uh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah yeah. It I mean it's it's harmless. At least it's like you know, um, like whenever there's a, a Chinese character dubbed in English, of course you would expect that oh they're gonna have that accent, that Asian accent. Oh yeah, right? yeah. But um, aside from that Filipino accent, like the generic or like the default accent that the the U.S. dubbing has given us is Mexican and I no yeah, yeah. yeah I don't like that is one. it Why weird? a little bit no yeah. no no like, Why, like we don't sound like that like, I mean like Donna and I said, Donna yeah. and I absolutely noticed that Migs like while we were watching it uh, people would slip in and out of the Filipino accent and then we're like are they are they just doing a Latino accent? Yeah, yeah exactly. Is that what's right. happening? Mm-hmm. Latam. I don't know why they we switched to to Latam uh, <laughs> mode, but that's what they think we sound like. Yeah, that but, is, that, mm-hmm. but that's the thing. Like what Miggy said, uh, our our English is um, it it's not defined mm-hmm. as just one. So that's actually good, but um, it just bothers me that most of the accent were were in. Latin, I mean, like la- Latino style mm. accent, right. and, and <laughs> that, that, that's the thing that that Filipino accent mm. is fifty-fifty for me because sometimes, yeah, I get that um, that would like that might sound like us on sometimes, but mm-hmm. that's something that came from Jokoi or yeah, or it's, or it's other a Jokoi like, accent, and <laughs> I I don't like it. What do you call it? Here's here's the interesting thing though. 
uh, the English dub has better Filipino cursing. Ooh. Cursing? Really? Yes. Uh, during the Filipino dub, did you hear anyone curse? Yeah. Like, like, did you hear anyone? Right, yeah. right, right. But yeah. in like, um, I rewatched it from from the Filipino dub and the English dub. The English dub mas malutong pa sila. Magputang ina mo, like like got in crispier curse words, yeah. Yeah, crispier really? curse oh. words. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think that's okay because you know, for for a foreigner watching this, you know, our words sound mystical and stuff. So yeah, yeah. like say when when Tressa starts speaking in Tagalog, it's very like stunted. It I is. think mm-hmm. to drive emphasis that like this is magic. Right? This is and a magic just, spell. You know, yeah. yeah. Even if it's like to us, because we understand the word, it comes off sounding weird. But you know, to to a foreign audience, I'd say like making it, you know, more stunted, more baroque, mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. is the way to to drive it. Not like oh, other language, right? Oh man, dude, I've I have a lot of feelings about this, but in general, mm. I am happy, happy, happy that mm-hmm. it is out there. And yeah. I think my biggest like like thing that I want out of this is that people get more familiarized with our mythology because I think our mythology yeah. is super yeah. duper cool and it doesn't get enough play. Not only mythology, but I guess the culture, mm-hmm. at least for the mm-hmm. Western sure. audience, uh, they finally get oh, right. this is this is how the Philippines looks like. Mm-hmm. They're not in huts. They're not in barrios. <laughs> yeah, man. We have so... actual cities. They're not, they're not riding right. wild calabao. We have we have districts. <laughs> we have supercars. Yeah. On, so dude. so that when 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 I play online games with people and I say I'm from the Philippines, they don't ask oh. how my hut is. It was a it was a hard day at the mud farm today. <laughs> <laughs> Where we farm mud. Do you know oh, any tigbalangs in in Balet to drive? Oh. Oh, I saw that in nice. I saw that. <laughs> how's how's the MRT still broken? Hey. Oh, dude. <laughs> you know what I really enjoyed about like the first episode? What? It's it's when um Trese uh, jumps between realms, right? When investigating mm-hmm. the MRT. Mm-hmm. And she goes like why is why is the undead using the MRT? And they just go like it's the most efficient way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. It's super duper great. It's the fastest way to um, hell, <laughs> yo. It's the fastest way to hell. The MRT. Super also, accurate. My, super accurate. My favorite moment uh, in episode one is mm-hmm. also um, like the first few minutes where, where like Tress is narrating uh, yep. what the world is. Mm-hmm. They show snippets of of uh, skylines of the Philippines, and then there's one where they show De La Rosa, and now I, I, I jump oh because. God. My yeah. God, that's where our school is near. Yeah, uh, that's where me college. and Biggs went to school. Like, oh yeah, God. Yeah. Nice. That's Dude, the path going speak. to be connected in Greenbelt. And I was like, <laughs> oh God, I feel so proud. Dude, yeah. you are super <laughs> duper right. It. Like, one of the things Donna and I immediately latched onto was how accurate the backgrounds were and that how much weird. money was in the backgrounds. Because, like, the backgrounds are so detailed, right? Mm. Yeah. And, yeah. And they're, they're really su- familiar. They're super duper familiar. Like... Um, even if it was like a nondescript place, I felt like it was Manila. Yeah, you know what I mean. You've been there at least once, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it looks mm-hmm. like. And I think I think that's what I loved about the whole thing is that for once, like in this specific series, for once, like the Filipino is the best way to experience the show. Being Filipino mm-hmm. is the best way to experience the show. You'll get all the references. You'll see some things that'll. That'll like 
make you pop that no one else in the whole entire world would be. Will pop right. at. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, I kept going to when we were discussing this, me and my wife were discussing this. I kept going to the fact of um, how. Uh, oh, shoot. You can do it. Um, can I, I? No, I was gonna do a spoiler. Uh, it's just, it's just a, a spoiler about a character uh, that exists. Go, okay. go for it. Uh, so yeah, a, a spoiler about a character that exists. It's a, a bagion, which is like a an electric spirit. All right. Mm-hmm. So and they when they visit this bagion, they have an establishing shot of the Meralco building. Dude, and, when right? yeah. w- when they showed the Meralco building, Don and I were just like, "Really? It's just yeah. they just live in it's, the Meralco building." Yeah, <laughs> that's really energy. close to home, yeah. dude. Yeah, and, literally. And, like, <laughs> no one else aside from a Filipino will get, we'll get that. that. Will pop mm-hmm, at right. that. To anyone that, else, that's just a, an establishing shot. Whatever building, but yeah. they don't know that that's the building where. The, the central that's the power company that's the power country. company that's where my I money goes to pay my electric bills <laughs> oh god that's just a few blocks away from me <laughs> yeah, yeah dude yeah, yeah. exactly that's that's the type of thing that, that made me really kind of get the feels oh. holy uh, smokes of like being it being a series that's like for the Filipinos first for the first time super in, for, for the first right. time how many forms of media can you say that oh the best way to experience this is to be a Filipino watching it, right? That's yeah. very yeah. few and far between. It's very niche. And I love that, mm-hmm. that it does that so like unabashedly, unquestionably. Like they just show all different types of mytholo- mythological creatures, and they don't really uh, bog down the narrative in explaining them. Also, they just count on mm-hmm. like, yeah. okay, Filipinos will get this, or at least they'll have a general idea mm-hmm. if they're more curious. Uh, they'll look. Show don't they'll, tell. They'll look it up. Yeah, in a way that's mm-hmm. very yeah. like show don't tell. That's oh, like in the that's Witcher. Where I was. Yeah, that's, hmm. I fucking love that. And mm-hmm. uh, speaking of bagions, what do you call mm-hmm. it? A uh, uh, fun fact: one of the bagions is voiced by Dante Basco himself. That's him. And it's like when he pops up, when he pops up with the hair and everything, I'm like, yo. Rufio. Rufio. <laughs> Rufio. Rufio. Oh, yeah. oh when, when I heard him say my father, I was like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> it's honor. It's Zuko. It's Flashback. just Zuko. Immediately just Zuko. Yeah, so that's dude. Dante. I was actually looking for Dante Basco in the series. I, I was almost disappointed until you mentioned that that's Dante. Yeah. And I now have to watch that episode <laughs> again. Go. Oh, yeah, watch it again. In English. Man. You have to watch in it English, in English. Yeah, man. in English. <laughs> Um, oh there's man! Also Sick. Our boy Jason from the Good Place is also Manuxi. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, but I Mig snuck in that Bortles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, oh. Snuck in that. We, we and this, and just, fun sorry. fact, mm. like uh, the like I won't spoil who it is or what it is, but the big bad is actually voiced by like um um it totally caught me off guard because Donna's the one who looked it up. Mm-hmm. The the big bad is voiced by Steve Bloom. <laughs> What? Oh shit! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, Wolverine. Shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spike Spiegel, my up. man. Let's go, bub. Does he do a Pinoy accent? No, no. no. He's, no. Just Steve Blue. he's just Steve he's Blue. Very he's just him. Oh, okay. he's just Spike Spiegel. That's okay. Good. Yep, yep, yep. It's real good. It's really good. And he gets a lot of talking time, so ooh, you feel it. You'll hear the Steve Blueminess. Okay, mm-hmm, got mm-hmm. it. When it's I first, great. when I first heard like uh, Jason Mendoza. <laughs> on, on on that episode, he, he wasn't I was like, doing his Jason. 
It wasn't with Jason, but yo, yeah. I recognize that voice. It sounds yeah. like a like a drug dealer from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's totally Jason like Mendoza. He was, doing his, he was explaining some sneaky shit to Tahani. That's his. That's the voice. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the voice. <laughs> he wasn't doing full blown Jason. We we made this joke on stream the other day also of like uh, I I would have wanted him to just shout out Bortles but but not Bortles like a like a Filipino basketball superstar like Alupo <laughs> and, so, and someone and someone in the chat went Jaworski <laughs> Jawor oh, local Filipino basketball people everyone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? but yeah I I'm super happy how it came out like um. Uh, I'm I'm super happy that they just showcased the Filipino culture like unabashedly. Because my big worry was when the the anime was announced, I was worried that um, they'd bog the narrative down with lots of like explanations as, as to what things are and like you and the the show doesn't get to be Tresa anymore because it's like holding the hand of a foreign yeah, audience. Going to be a CW show if that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it didn't CW happen Tresa. that way. It didn't really happen that way. And I uh, like when when I started watching it, I was like, like the first three episodes, I'm oh, they're just. I think they're they're doing it. They're just animating the comic, because <laughs> like, you know how it thing. goes, right? When when something that you love gets adapted, there there are gonna be like concessions. There are gonna be like compromises yeah. here and there. There'll be creative differences mm. at least. But um, when the first three episodes uh, hit, cl- like there, there wasn't much that bothered. Later on, though, I will have I like I have some I have some problems about it later on in the way that it kind mm-hmm. of um, tries to string together continuity to it, but it just doesn't mm-hmm. work in that sense. It like it, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about, Rafi, and it's really just the final episode, in my opinion, yeah. that that has the problem. Mm. And I think it would be fixed by having a 12-episode series instead of a six-episode yeah. series, right? It's too crammed up to mm-hmm. like have that that final up finish yeah. up like that because you hear us, I Netflix. Got, we want it longer. I got more questions. Yeah, like like I got more questions uh, leaving the show. On, on the final episode because there are there are name drops that oh who is this I don't remember this guy or this mm-hmm. or this woman and then suddenly they end it which is sure like at the very least though I'm 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 like I'm happy like, like in general I'm happy I'm glad it exists I'm glad it's out there I'm glad it it's there for the world to consume and be exposed to our culture and mythology and um, um, just as a heads up to Migoy as well, there is an after credit scene on the last episode, which is like, yo, maybe season two, maybe season Ooh. two. I really hope they would do season two. Like, it would be a sin not to do season two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dude, dude, like, I, I want that season two fucking battling Binondo or something, dude. <laughs> Is is there word about like its uh, worldwide reception? Is it doing good outside uh, of the country? So far, I've actually been keeping a pretty close ear to the ground on that. Like like ever since this released, I've been looking for number one Filipino baiting on YouTube, and number two, <laughs> I've been looking for legit reviews and reactions to Trese from a primarily American audience. And uh, uh, so far, it's just the smaller reaction channels picking it up. And uh, like just seeing them like 
ask the questions of what is this? How come I've never heard of this? Where can I get my hands on the comic books? Is just making me happy in general. Nice. I, oh, that's I think the most hilarious like like fucking uh, review or reaction that I saw was this white girl who was just trying so hard not to offend anyone because she didn't know anything about Asia. She's like, <laughs> uh, oh, I really like her design. Um, it's very Asian. Should I be saying that? Should I? Is that okay to say? I've never been to Asia. I want to go to Asia. Like, like, it was absolutely hilarious. But like, she was just like, I want to know more about this. Like, like, what is a tikbalang? What is a chana? Like, like, you, it was super cool. You should. You should have responded with the Batista gift that's going. Like, Give me what I want. <laughs> chocolate needs to sell their bars yeah, that chocolate big, needs man. To capitalize on this show. Mm-hmm. I won't chocolate needs to evolve. <laughs> Chocnut actually responded to my tweet really? saying we don't have that yet, but we have this, and they showed something like uh, it's it's like a nice. like a container that looks like a large chocolate, but but no, dude, we want, want a big chocnut. We want a want big chocnut. <laughs> dude, dude, you stop They will respond to that. <laughs> the fucking chocolate was so influential to me that when I went out to do my groceries a while ago, I bought some chocolate. So chocolate, get on it. Bitch. That's the thing that I forgot to buy. Chocolate? Yeah. Oh, man. So that is our talk for Tresse, ladies and gentlemen. How about we get on with the weeks, baby? Who has had a week? That was my uh, week. That's what I wanted to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> Tresse has been the entire week. I, I was looking did. forward to it. I was looking forward to it the okay. whole week. Uh, I was mm-hmm. did you like reread the comics before it came I out? I wish I could have. I wish I could have. It was in the. It, it was in the old house and. All my oh. all my one to six were were out there. I wish I could have and clutched them on premiere night. I was like, Ooh, look mm, you. yeah. <laughs> you you'd mm. you'd have the the covers facing the TV, watching along with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no! And, and you're like, and I like, know who does that's that. You, but... That's you. <laughs> <laughs> look! Look! Have oh, you grown? Man. You've grown so much. <laughs> man, like like the only main difference. Mm. One of the only main design differences I'm seeing from the comic Tresse and the Netflix Tresse is that they 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 lowered her hairline a bit. Yeah, I was yeah. hoping they didn't touch the hairline. Yeah, style because, because that was actually good, cool. Yeah. yeah, because in the comics her hairline is really high, yeah. so that the the, the empty space in her bangs yeah. make it look like she has horns. Yep. Yeah, it's it's they, it's a style. It like too. she shaved it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they, mm. they they named that kind of style. Like I, I know, like Devil's Cut. I think that's Devil's what Cut. Yeah, is it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They throw up them horns. Yeah, oh no, that's a shock. I'm sorry. They actually really mm-hmm. Kajo and and Budget really actually call it horns when they're designing the. Oh thing. man, it looks like it, and everyone in the Tessie family has it. Some some oh. version of ah. it. Did, didn't you notice with okay. Anton? He had like yeah, Anton, Anton had, had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but I thought that was just your standard Vegeta widow's peak. <laughs> widow's peak. Is, <laughs> is Vegeta a I think it's is, is Vegeta a Tresse? That's the question here. I mean, he killed so many people, so I don't know. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh um, man, Rafi, yo, Rafi, anything else happened in your week besides uh, stress? Eh? Yeah, okay. Yeah, we, let, I'll see, just go, go through maybe. this real, real quick. Um, I did, I did some research on a thing called uh, War for Ryuba, which is an War for Ryuba. Yeah, is this a, is this familiar to anyone or no or, Ryuba, no, um, Jamaica? Ooh, come on, take it to Bermuda. <laughs> Bermuda, um, uh, Bahama. Su- D- dude, I was singing. We are so in sync. I was singing that when I was doing this. So really, did, yeah, yeah. Key Largo, Manchito. Anyway, yeah. War for Rayuba is a thing that I did some research on for an article on GG Network, and it is an OCT. Do you know what an OCT is? It sounds like a drug. Um, it sounds like an event from Sign Me Up, the is... old house. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> So, so an OCT is an original character tournament. Huh? Um, okay. So this is artists, okay. artists having a tournament, uh, and this is like the biggest, most latest uh, one. Is, and it's is this called like underground war. countdown. Yeah, it's it's an art battle. <laughs> Shit. It's an, it's is a, this the cockfighting of deviant art? What's going on? Oh yes, God. and OCTs have been around since deviant art. I I, I learned. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. I didn't know this. So maybe I so, I know that this concept, but I don't know that it's official. So um, a bunch of artists um, fight against each other in the war for Ryuba, and it's set in a world from a webcomic called Kill Six. Du- Kill six billion demons. If that's familiar, one of the most popular kind of. I no, I know that. I okay. know that. I've been meaning to. I've been meaning to get into that, but I haven't. It's free on killsixbilliondemons.com. All of it is free, and one of the worlds in in Kill Six Billion Demons is called Ryuba, and like uh, this is this is coming off of that. This uh, OCT is coming off of that. So man, how every time is, you say Ryuba, I just want to break into song. God damn it. Ryuba, um, so the way it works is you go to the discord of War for Ryuba and you send in your original character. And like, okay. it can be anything. Like the submissions were like, uh, okay, this cool guy with no face and this cool guy who has swords for hands and this trash can and this uh, giant <laughs> fucking spaceship like this space warship from space warship mm-hmm. Mayamoto Yoko with that's a, face. a character cool. uh-huh. yeah. okay. Um, okay. and this and my my most favorite of all an actual gorilla <laughs> <laughs> I love it's it just monkey it's just his name just monkey he's just, his name is just a gorilla <laughs> Mr. A Gorilla. Yeah. So yeah, Mr. Sir A, Mr. Gorilla, sir. (laughs) Um, So what happens is you submit all these characters, you put them into the submissions in the Discord, and the team captains you choose a side. Either you're playing for, you're fighting for the Pyre, which wants to end all things, and the Bastion, who wants to preserve all things. And once you choose a side, you put your submissions in. The captains will choose a character who will fight in the next war. And the war takes place on like a, a tile, like a big, a tile-based battlefield wherein both sides fight to control a tire. So, alright, uh, when the war starts, you're assigned a tile to defend or attack, and the opposing the opposing side uh, chooses their response to you. And you meet up in the Discord, introduce each other's character, and you draw oh. a comic where your character beats their character. Right? Oh. So that's that's the big challenge. You get 
seventeen to fourteen to seventeen days to draw how your character gets the better of the other character, and it's, it's like, like a this... rap battle, but for artists. Yeah, 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 and and like um, at the end of the seventeen days, they'll be judged according to effort and entertainment by three judges, and the winning comic gets to be canon in the war for Ryuba. In the war for in the like oh. thousand page uh, entries of of the war for Ryuba, and they're also like sp- it depends on the tiles that you're fighting in. You have to also incorporate like the the special rules of the tile. So if you're like fighting in lava, your of course like your your comic needs to have like lava in it. You have to use it like that. Um, there are mm. also like special matches like wherein if they have a scaring match a scaring match. Um, the winner gets to scar the the uh, loser like forever. It gets to pick like a scar that the the other person will have to incorporate into their character forever. So it can be like a marking oh, cool. or a gunshot wound or like a curse, because that's like a scar, mm-hmm. right? Um, there are also death matches. There are also like special items that are like if you have this special item, for example, like the coiled. The coiled snake sword, which turns any match into a death match. So, oh, if shit. you have the coiled snake wow. sword and you lose, uh, your character is dead you forever. Die. Yeah, your character is permanently oh. dead. It's great. Like uh, it was, I didn't know this kind of thing was happening. And honestly, I was expecting like there to be like bloodthirsty like artists of like being very competitive of like oh I'll kill you blah blah blah. And this is how old like the comics will be like one sided because you want your character to win right. But most of the submissions are actually very collaborative, in that they give like a big spotlight to their opponent first, and then in the end mm-hmm. they get the better of them using some 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 interesting things. Nice, some whatever oh, yeah. that, which is really really nice. Sense. So like anime rules, you gotta yeah. lose first before yeah. you win. The, the villain needs yeah, yeah. to achieve his strongest form before you defeat them. Mm-hmm. Goku needs to give the senzu bean to sell. Yeah. You gotta up. You Just gotta up and like win. wrestling. Wrestling is just anime. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You need to survive the choke slam of Undertaker to beat him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. If you can uh, wake up oh, from a dude. Batista bomb, you've won. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 dude. else can he throw? <laughs> now that you've explained this, though, I just need to, f- like, follow the adventures of a gorilla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to know what happened to this gorilla. A gorilla is really great. Made me this laugh. This is so similar much. to, this is similar to another entity that Migoy and I uh, know, uh, which mm-hmm. is um, the baseball game uh, in the internet. <laughs> What is what, what is, is this? this called again? Uh, I Mickey? forget. I forget what it's called. Um, is it base? Um, Blazeball? Is base? that what what Blazeball is? Blazeball, I think. Blazeball. Yeah. Oh, I've heard of that. Okay, okay. What is it? Blazeball has that uh, same um, that same community driven um, experience. Is that um, sure? The developers will give like a team, and then they will name these uh, players, right? But the community is so passionate that they would um, create fan art. They would create yeah. lore behind that those players, and most of the like most of what's happening is uh, based on randomization. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy because people are passionate about the game that they follow through it, 
And in turn, there are some things that has an effect on on the season. Like for example, mm-hmm. someone someone died <laughs> in the game of baseball. Game Suddenly, of someone baseball. died yeah. okay. in the game of baseball, and then like two seasons after, they come back resurrected, but so powerful that it was be- that that he would become a problem, like a a real permanent problem if it if something kind of stops him. So something mm-hmm. like that. So it's it it's it's really cool. Like it's really good. Sick. Where Blaze can we Ball. find both of these cool things? Um, I think Blazeball just has its own like website. Yeah, it has it's a site. It's a free yeah. game. If you can check it out. Cool. Um, look for that. What about you, Rafi? Where yeah. where can we find the Adventures of a Gorilla? Hey. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's what I'm interested in personally. Uh, I did like some sourcing and kind of linked all the artists up in the article that I made for GG Network. You can just search on Google War for Rayuba GG Network. You can start there, but uh, I put all the links in the bottom. Like the, there's a guy that made a like official interactive map of the War for Rayuba <laughs> and like cool. you can Sick. see all wow. the tiles and you can you can go forward and back into time depending on which round you're already in. And you can see all the battles yeah. that happen. That's like, incredible. People are sick. Nice. This is community-driven yeah. um, thing. Wow. Yeah. People are so crazy. Uh, I, I just love that collaborative spirit. And there's like, uh, in the in the Discord also, they're like, oh, uh, when they're talking, they're opponents, but they're like talking of like, oh, I'm not able to finish. No, no, you can do it. You can do it. Just put out what oh, you already have. Like, like a real sport. Yeah, yeah, I it's like, like a, it's like a very. They're encouraging each other to yeah. like yeah. finish yeah, the yeah. thing. You have to also like introduce and kind of people. People are asking questions about the character. Oh, how do you draw this? And what exactly is this? Blah blah mm. blah. And there's a genuine fun in explaining your character to them that I see on the Discord. There's like hundreds and hundreds of submissions. It's crazy. I could tried. scroll through the Discord and be like. It's not running out. There are so many characters. <laughs> Have you tried participating at least one? Like I kind of want to. I kind of want to. Dude, you should. The, the, you should. The just, minimal. Yeah. Dude, I like if I were you, I would just submit Rafi Graffiti. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the Filipino the brownout, man. dude. <laughs> the Filipino brownout. Yeah. yeah, he'd be the perfect rival for the actual gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> This is like our, our battle will be glorious. Bunga bunga it's, just, it's just six pages of black. <laughs> you can't see it. You can't see Artistic. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to Very imagine good. how epic it is. And the, and the last page is like your Meralco bill, and it says like expired. <laughs> That's why you can't see it. Um, yeah, I, I will try. I will encourage people to go check out the War for Rayuba Discord. That's where all the things happen. That's all the major things. It can get a little confusing, but um, yeah, it's that's that's where the main thing is. Yeah, that's it. War for Rayuba. That was a fun, interesting rabbit hole I got to kind of visit this week. Oh, um, sick! I'll check that out. And I think the only war that's left to fight is. Ah! <laughs> And this one's co- uh, coming from Great News, which is a good kind of sitcom on Netflix that I've been really into lately. It's about a dysfunctional news organization. That's it. Um, it's really quick and it's really like really very 
fast with the jokes. So that's what I like about it. Great news has been uh, kind of great. If you want to check it out, go check it out. Uh, great news. So this one comes from when they one of their cold opens is they were right in the middle of a, a news broadcast and apparently uh, a, a quiz nose was burned down. And, oh no! And they cut to the reporter in the street and he goes, "That's right, Chuck. This quiz nose may be toasted, but tonight." <laughs> Nobody is saying. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's, that's oh, it. that's um, great. If you guys are, if you guys are curious, this is um, produced with Tina Fey. Yep. Oh, so okay. It's, yep. it's up there. Guaranteed mm. funnies. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is kind of in the same spirit of Thirty Rock, but not as successful. But I see some funny. <laughs> I see some funny bits in there that were reminiscent of 30 Rock. So, yeah. Here you go. Sick. Pass the ball to neighborhood. Oh, the neighborhood has the ball. And the neighborhood is going to pass that ball to one of the Miguels. I believe the Neighborhood don't. We're not good at sports. (laughs) No, not good at sports. (laughs) Catch it, Samson. Catch it. Yeah, I did. Um, My weakest press it. (laughs) how is it um also i watched loki i'm not sure if everyone has watched loki oh watched what loki's it. out i've yeah, seen it loki's yeah. out um, i had no have, idea loki was and, out uh, me and rappy have differing opinions mm-hmm. i'm ready to fight <laughs> no i'm kidding <laughs> oh, no. i don't know um i don't want to like talk about it too much until at least a meal Sees it and, and also for, it's, like, it's only one in. episode. So far. yeah, yeah. But, uh, we need to give it time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, like okay. yeah. <laughs> what? Do, how, how do you feel about it, Rappy? First impression. Yeah. Uh, wait, I have to. I have to draw another Loki tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? I thought you. I thought you don't like it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, I thought you got bored with it. It was boring. I found it boring. I found it really boring and slow and then facing wise. It's uh, it's all over the place. Like it's very. But slow. how handsome was Tom? Was very handsome. <laughs> how handsome was he? Tumblr is asking. Tumblr is asking. He was. He was. He was. He, he did fine with the material. I feel yeah. it was just so uneventful for me. They take so long Wait. to get to the like point. Wait. Yeah. Oh, uh, like why? No, like stuff is happening. comparing it to how strong of a first opening that freaking Falcon and the Winter Soldier has. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is a yep. big step down from that, mm-hmm. or I even mean, like the the, the mis- uh, like maybe One Division might be in the the same realm of slow because at least I know some people argue yeah. that because but because the immediate comparison with the whole MCU thing is the the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which freaking their first episodes look like thing, a. Though. Uh, look like a full-on movie <laughs> yeah it, but yeah like but it's a fast-paced uh show though like like captain america and the winter uh, I, i'm sorry uh, who is that who, who anyone who hasn't seen the show falcon and the winter soldier <laughs> um opens up with an actual action scene so you want to like you know it, it's already there like bang shebang action scene um but yeah loki's more comparable to WandaVision because it's a slow burn and you gotta also remember that the Loki in this show is from the Avengers and not from the end game so he is the he is the 
is the idiotic dim that you've met. <laughs> He, on he's the, the one that shouts at Hulk. Yeah, yeah. that Loki. Yeah, yeah, that's the he, one. He's so, the Loki that will shout at Hulk. Yeah. yeah so I could understand why Puny it's God. so boring burn during the whole episode because um, something happens that he need. It's it's not complete spoilers, Emil, but it's just that something happened that they want to convince this Loki that he needs to be on their side or something mm-hmm. and that's like the slow burn i think that's that's the slow burn that you're getting rafi right no I, I feel like the, the slowness to me is that it takes its time explaining stuff we already know <laughs> we are like, oh do you know about oh yeah, yeah. oh because there's, of the they, they like, show the like they show a movie yeah. scene at least twice in that thing yeah. right? no i think it's no. like five times we, we already know <laughs> there this. you go like, yeah, uh, we've seen yeah. that scene it's already. That's the slowness of it. Yeah, that that's yeah where the pacing I, is kind of like that. So that's where I was getting so like impatient with it because like okay, mm. we know all these. Get things. to the point, yeah. Get oh yeah, to the point. Sure. But uh huh. But that's my defense. Like this isn't the Loki that we know. So like I think the showrunners are trying to make us see what this Loki's perspective is when he sees his future. Uh, that hasn't okay. happened to him yeah. because he's the Loki mm. from the Avengers. He's, he's from the 2012. So. <laughs> Dimwit from the Avengers. He's 2012 okay. Loki. Become a thing. So, but anyway, uh, uh, I, I, my I wish, my oh. understanding for it is it's an establishing episode for the control for bureau, right? Like the yes, time people. Yeah. Yeah. Like why? Why the, is every organization like super secret organization? Running fifties technology, <laughs> yeah, they have that kind right? of. It's like, it's always fetish. like that. That's like, always the theme, isn't it? They have that fetish in it, you know. Yeah, like, I don't know why, but <laughs> men in black, men yeah, in black, like, men Freaking, in black, uh, um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shield. Shield is also one of them. Right. The early, uh, Jupiter's uh, ascending. <laughs> yeah. It's also, like Dude, it, it's, okay, it's okay. a romanticizing. It's romanticizing fifties. It's always yeah fifties office Europe. nonsense. Even control. Yeah. Right. Control Old house. Exactly. Just yeah. I feel like that's, they're that's, doing the contrast of like, look at all the power that this thing has, this like this organization has, but at the same time they're like. The bureaucracy and the oldness and like how it's so set What's in a its fish? ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like that observation. They're doing that. That oh, I am it's a so lost. Sure. I need to watch this. God damn. Yeah, and that's how you we get you to watch it. <laughs> okay, it's a fifties thing. Yeah, but um, I like it. I like Owen Wilson, which is. I don't know. Owen Wilson's I like there. Owen Wilson's yeah, he's kind of alright, yeah. Yeah. His character is based on one of the Marvel editors, like the look of his character. Really? Okay. Really? Yeah, no yeah. wonder so he looks like thing. someone's dad. Yeah. <laughs> like talky talky thing. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just so Owen Wilson talky talky. Yeah. Okay. Um, other than it's on the computer, Loki. So Aside from Loki interested, I did some gaming. Uh, maybe because Ooh. you know, like Monster Hunter Rise and Donkey Kong. Oh yeah, Kong. brand new Switch mm-hmm. owner. Brand new Ooh. Switch owner. Uh, nice. Um, I finally splooged 
I mean splurged on the, the <laughs> very on, different on the very Nintendo, very different on the Nintendo online uh, subscription. But I nice. just purchased like a three month just to like test the waters out, and I just yeah, want to yeah, feel it out, season. feel it out. I finished mm. Super Mario Brothers for the first time. That felt really good because mm-hmm. after uh, like twenty plus years, it's finally I finished. Oh, it's, it's much more game. than that. <laughs> yeah, it's much more than that. I mean, I didn't, I didn't like played the Nintendo as a baby, you know. But you could have. I could have. Not very good, but Why, you could have. Not good. Why didn't you? I mean, <laughs> I don't have it. That's the thing. But yeah, um, some some reflections. I mean, some some observations about that game. Like, yeah, give there's... us give us your 2021 review of Super Mario Brothers. It's easy. <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, dude. For, for real, it's challenging. Like, um, okay, it's bullshit, dude. <laughs> I've, I've now um, understood the Super Mario meta of platforming. It can be that easy, but also it could be that ridiculously challenging. Yeah, um, dude, as precise as hell. <laughs> there is one level that just mind fucked me during yeah. my session, and that's like. Mm-hmm. Castle seven, that's level seven four. Okay, Bowser's <laughs> castle. This is the first time I've played this, so I have no idea because I've uh, whenever I've been like finishing the the castle levels, the yeah. it's 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 kind of straightforward. You just go from point A to B, yeah. dodging Bowser's fireballs and the obstacles and whatnot. And seven, grab four. the axe, and you're good. Yeah, grab the axe, and you're good. Seven four fucking throws you, like, throws you off the loop. Literally, they gave you a looping castle, and at first I was like, "Oh hey, yeah, this this one. level is long. That's this level the, is long. Yeah. I don't know what's happening here, but is wait a minute, is this looping?" And then I was I was stuck. I was stuck for like ten minutes. I even timed out. I even timed out the level. Oh my god! Then, what, what is oh, happening wow. here? So oh. I just found out there's a trick to it. You have to to be in platforms in sequence. Like you have to be in the high or low just to yep. get uh, just to get past there's a route. That, that yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. There's a trick to get out of the loop. And wow, that's that's new to me. I didn't know that in a very old game they already there was this such kind a thing. Mind fuckery. Yeah. Yeah, and, dude. Yeah, go ahead, Emil. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Yeah, that happened again on the final castle, which is uh, more devious because it not only do you have to do one loop, but I think three loops, and it has different um, sequences on what you need to be in and what you need to step in. Mm -hmm. And it's like that. That was enjoyable. I really love those castle levels. It's one of my favorite Mario levels in, in Super Mario Brothers, so... I finished it, and then the ending came, and they said that press B to select worlds. When I press B, it just bolts me back into the start menu, and I don't know why. <laughs> I thought I'm going to get the level select, but sure, okay, I guess it's, it, that's it. But You're done. Yeah, I'm done. Um, but yeah, the real thing that I want to discuss about gaming is that I finally managed to experience savage raiding or high-end raiding yeah. in, the mo- in the massive multiplayer online game specifically mm. 
the critically acclaimed Final Fantasy fourteen mm-hmm. um, game. So Savage Raiding is like um, dungeons. No, actually not dungeons, but boss fights. Yeah, but it's like a mode. single encounter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boss fights in hard mode. Like real hard mode. Like Dante Must Die hard mm-hmm. mode. Or Substance hard mode. That kind of thing. And it is... it It's so different. Like, it's such a different experience compared to just a normal boss fight. Um, because um, if anyone who hasn't had any idea what boss fights are in FF14 is that they have mechanics they they like they introduce mechanics uh which you have to do or complete and then uh do more stuff it, it's not just whacking the boss exactly. for a few minutes just to make him uh, die it's it's a lot of things happening and that's what makes mm-hmm. boss fights um very enjoyable for me in ff14 and now mm-hmm. that i've been introduced to savage trading it's a whole new ball game everything has to be in sync um mm-hmm. every every person on your group is so important <laughs> they they need to be assigned roles and not just mm-hmm. roles that you have as a job but roles uh where as you a person have, yeah as a person so mm-hmm. it's like you're doing scrimmages in a football game and everything has to be in sync like american football game yeah yeah it's yeah, like yeah. that and Oh god, it's 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 hard. We haven't we haven't finished the boss that we're dealing with, but we've progressed and mm-hmm. um it's it's great. Like I think one of our friends, uh Miko, helped us through all this. We have no idea how the boss that we're doing is like how it works. It's the diamond weapon, uh, in F fourteen. And it it's great, like um it's something else dude like i've been super excited to hear your thoughts on this actually because like as somebody who has experienced like hardcore rating and progression mm. like i have a general idea i've never done it in ff14 this is actually my first time doing it oh. alongside you guys because yeah. i wanted to do it as a free company as a group of friends um but this is the first time I'm doing it in F14 but I have a background in it but for you this is your first time in any MMO right Yeah this is like this is like dance practice you know Yeah <laughs> like yeah you have to do stuff in sequence perfectly in order to progress else everything will just uh fall die. apart Yeah fall mm-hmm. apart immediately and no matter how hard you are going to get back up it won't matter you just have to reset the whole thing mm-hmm. And I I really like your American football uh, analogy because yeah, it's exactly that, right? It will be right? it will be an American football play where okay, you stand here, you you rush forward, the quarterback will do this, all the linebackers all... need to do their thing, also. Yeah, exactly. And when you when you throw that pigskin and the quarterback isn't where they're supposed to be, yeah. that's a wipe, baby. Every, yeah, it's a wipe, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's a down. Yep, yep, yep. That's a second down. But the, so. but the quarterback is the the guy who threw the. the who okay, the I, I've exposed myself. I've exposed myself once again. I don't know how sports work. I was trying my best there. Sorry. <laughs> oh god. No, 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 no. But but yeah. It's fine. Emilia, I, get it. I get it. Though. Is the quarterback not yeah, the guy who catches a... the ball? Is he the one who throws it? He's the guy. No. Yeah, who I throws mean, it? 
Yes. Damn it! Oh, I was so close. It sounded so cool. <laughs> Sorry, I should have just kept it to myself. Oh no, <laughs> no, fine. no! I need to learn. Okay. Yeah, he's, boy needs to learn sports. Um, but yeah, it's it's like that. It's it's like American football scrimmages. Mm-hmm. It's like dance practice. It's like mm-hmm. um, it's not really like Dota or LOL because you know you're fighting something that is. Um, He's not a person. Not a You're person. fighting mechanics. You're fighting mechanics. And I don't like I enjoyed it because it's like one of the it's like the ultimate cooperative experience, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the bad part or the I think the yeah, the con like the the, the bad part of it is that you really have to have uh, a team with you that's mm. there. Because mm-hmm. um if you have one rando, you gotta communicate. Just, just, just like one, in R six, yeah. Just like in R six, that one rando can fuck up an entire plan. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't know the mechanics, then that's also another hurdle. Mm-hmm. So uh, we... that's actually why uh, in in hardcore rating, there's this thing known as a static, which is uh, what I've been like. That's what we've been wanting to have for the free oh, company, so which is long. a. Yeah, which is a a standard group of people that you do hardcore rating with because all of you will learn together at a standard rate and things like that. And I think one of the things I need to explain too is something called progression, which you touched on briefly, right? Yeah. Because for a lot of people in a lot of games, like when you do something, there needs to be a reward at the end, right? But I think one of the unique parts of an MMO and hardcore rating is this thing called progression, And that is when something is new or content is new, you take your static and you start learning the fight. And you call this progression. So in order to get the rewards, you actually need to finish the fight. But there's actually a phase wherein everyone's still learning the fight. So that's called progression. So for this week, uh, maybe your, your static might have progressed to phase two of the fight. You know the fight until phase two. That's your progression for the week. But uh, you still get no reward out of it. And that's the crazy part, right? Because we didn't even finish the fight, but we had so much fun. We didn't get an actual reward in the game, but the reward we got was the experience of, hey, we're pulling off phase, uh, phase one and phase two flawlessly. And that was awesome. Think of it as milestones, actually. That's the yeah, other yeah. Uh, thing that you can compare it to. And I think, like, normally you don't really get to finish one boss in Savage mode in one day. That's kind of impossible. Unless there is, uh, there, there are bosses that can be done in a day. Like, for example, you're over-leveled already and you're taking on this Savage Or it's boss old content. It's old from, content, from old right? Content, yeah. Mm-hmm. But normally, that's the case where progression or progs are more of the rewards instead of mm-hmm. actually finishing the whole thing for in one day. And and, and uh, Migs, this actually exposes you to another part of MMO culture that I oh don't God. think we've touched on before, which is the concept of world firsts. And um, that's actually something that a lot of competitive PvE guilds shoot for. Meaning uh. that, hey... This content just came out. Our guild is going to be the first guild to learn this fight and finish it. Ooh. Yeah, I think and, I've, uh, I've, I've yeah. known this concept before. 
um, there's something that's similar in Guild Wars too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like world also, first also in guy. Yeah. World first guy who got the legendary of this item. Or world first squad who cleared uh, this maze of something in Destiny 2 or something like that. So. Since since I haven't like been into the hardcore rating scene of FF, I actually don't know if they do this. But in World of Warcraft, if you finish the world first, you get a special achievement. So oh. I'm actually not sure if FF does that. That's actually nice. Mm-hmm. At least that's mm-hmm. the spirit of competitive rating is for that. Game. Yeah, that's what competitive rating is. And like having experienced it with you guys, like. One of the things I was afraid of when it came to like actually tackling competitive rating, coming from WoW, because WoW is a fucking mm-hmm. toxic hellhole, right? Oh, yeah. uh, I, like the things that were honestly holding me back were number one, it's going to take up a lot of our time. Like everyone's gonna have to do homework, and scheduling is already kind of like a scheduling huge challenge is for us. The problem for us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so that was um, um, number one, and number two is that not everyone can handle the frustration of hardcore rating sometimes and sometimes you'll get people who might burn out and i was worried about that like i didn't want anyone to burn out i didn't want anyone to feel pressured to perform so those were kind of the things that that were holding me back but since miko helped us bite the bullet there i think we actually have a really good static my dude yeah like um... we we like um diamond weapon is new content and we got the phase three in the first night like not like, even a day of playing just like three hours of playing we got the phase three yeah. which is one phase away from completion which to me it's like I that's amazing like our group is so chill and um we already trust each other before that happens so i feel like you know the the teamwork and chemistry is already there so yeah, i'm not dude. worried about our group burning out it's just and it totally it's just yeah, oh, the scheduling, man. Also, and it totally helps that we separated our two groups into humans and small and people. Yeah, that's, that's a big help. <laughs> like, it's racist, but hey, sure, it works. Dude, it made coordination <laughs> so easy. It's like, okay, this group, uh, we'll name it group one. The other group, group two. But eventually, yeah. we just started yeah. calling it the, the Lala group and the normal group. Like, our friend Nico, like... And, um, set us as group one and group two and during the first few tries um emil's group got confused about the numbering mm-hmm. um <laughs> so what happened was we were group we, we were the lala group because we were the, like we were all the small people in that group and the other yeah. ones are just the other dudes and, and like at certain times you have to shout that yo group one move group two move and yeah. eventually it just devolved into group one move lala, lala move. move lala move <laughs> yeah lala move mr speedy so stuff like that um, it's great it's super great. great i love it man I, I mean it's just it's it's another level of having a group or a or a guild activity that's mm-hmm. maximized and fun i'm i'm i i do not know how the others feel but I really mm-hmm. like that kind of um, experience. or that, And that, it's that super kind of hilarious too because that was the day Aris came back to FF14 and <laughs> the first thing we do to him is throw him into an extreme trial. Dude, throw anything at Aris, he'll just catch it. He'll just do it, man. Yeah, that man's a beast. 
dude but, um i had so much fun i want to do it again i want to yeah. like actually finish it with you guys but i think the best thing that it has done to me personally is that i now have a reason to improve my gear yeah. i'm like i want to make this fight slightly easier give us a little bit more margin of error i want better gear yeah emil changed after that day because he started <laughs> using uh parsers which is an app a third-party app that monitors your DPS and your party's <laughs> oh, DPS, God. so he will know who will who's slacking off. <laughs> he will know who's not producing you minutes. when you're not doing your work. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh man. Like if you're in a so basketball good. team, if you're not doing your minutes, mm. you you're off the bench. <laughs> like, Migs, how many rebounds? How many yeah. rebounds? You're not boxing out. You're not boxing out. <laughs> you're not doing. Focus you're not out. developing minutes. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Oh, no. That's the thing that is quarterback. Um, genuinely, like, I guess, um, not. It, it's like, it's like negatively seen in FF14, like mm-hmm. parser users. But at the same time, it that's the, how you monitor damage. That's how you improve. Yeah, yeah that's how you and. Improve too, so. And like technically, um, the only thing you're not allowed to do, um, having a parser is is technically against the rules. Yeah. But as long as you don't talk about it in public and use it to shame other players, it's fine. <laughs> we do like that. like the only time um, I know that parsing has been banned is when players use it to be toxic in in mm. actual public groups. That's yeah. the only time I've heard of parsing being banned. Um, and um, Yoshi P himself actually parses orange on his black mage. We know this. <laughs> like, so like no. he he pumps out the DPS, man. I mean, he is DPS. He should it should be doing it. Should be producing yeah, dude. minutes. Um, Sick. But yeah, that's savage rating for me. It's it's really fun. I really wish that we have a solid schedule. That that's one of our main. Um, as adults um, hurdles problems. right now as, as adults mm-hmm. uh the scheduling and uh funny enough one of our friends needs a sub <laughs> yeah our good friend yeah. from raymaru files needs a sub yeah so if anyone from the <laughs> from the good <laughs> wants to sub a wants sub to donate the sub yeah Napa fantasy star to lose it chad yeah he ran out of sub uh, uh, subscription. subscription subscription from the game because oh, ff14 right is a subscription based game mm-hmm. he, yeah, he ran like on netflix that's when the quarterback is like he spins it in his yeah you, you gotta pay me <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pay yeah. me more if i want to play All right. gotcha. <laughs> yeah that's my week cool dude. that's that's my week sick sick fun. sick week uh dude like uh raiding was really fun with you and i can't wait to do it again no, Ooh, who wants to uh, okay let me try again let me try again now i'm the quarterback i'm the quarterback Whoa. and i'm gonna pass this ball over to mcgoy hey let's pretend i caught it all right sports i'm getting ptsd flashback of pe class i've done it <laughs> Okay, so the, 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 the media consumption thingy, Tressa is the homework, because like, that thing came out yesterday. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday and we blasted through it. Yeah, and oh, also yeah. Friday is the day when a bunch of other shows come out too, mm-hmm. right? So there's a bunch of that. But I will, I'll, I'll plow through the, the trace, the threes <laughs> over the weekend. Hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
before all of that, there was um, an anime that Migs talked about before that also Oof. slapped its way onto Netflix. The one where you eat the fingers. I feel, I feel proud. I feel proud. <gasps> Naruto <Jiu-jitsu>. 2. <laughs> Yeah, dude, you're you're super not wrong. Naruto two, <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen, Whoa. is a good time. That's yes, like Migs like already it. went into it. I I can't recall how far he went into, but yeah, um, it really is like shonen formula, replace mm-hmm. n- replace ninja skills with curses. You know, replace key with curses. That's the general thing. Replace Replace Nen from Hunter Hunter. Dude, replace ninjas with actual people. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, dude, it's so exact that there is a Sasuke, there is a Kakashi, and and a good Sakura. Thank God, a good Sakura. Sakura, Yeah. The formula is there. And um, they do all the tropes. There was a sort of tournament arc, but it's a sports fest for the <laughs> curse <laughs> users. Yeah, and there was a baseball episode that was really funny. Oh, so good. And boy, it's it's not enough. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need some more. That's some good also, anime. There's like unfortunate news that the manga is on yeah. hold because it's recovering. Aka is recovering or is sick. So oh no! Hope, right. Hopefully, it doesn't get worse. But also, like jujutsu. the the first season of the anime is fairly new, right? Like it came oh, out not too long ago. A, I think a year already. Or within, yeah, like within a year or less, maybe. So it might be a while before we get season two, regardless. But yeah, that's happy it hit Netflix. It was a easier way to watch that show. Oh yeah. So that's a good time. Um. In terms of other anime, I've been uh, we we haven't talked about this yet, Migs, right? The, like you, I know you stopped because you're waiting for episodes to pile up. I've yeah. been watching it weekly, and it's almost done. It's not quite. It's getting there, and this is the the sort of it's. I guess it's a sequel, right, to to that other show. Okay. S S S S Dinazenon, which is um. It's it's a sequel for sure because a character shows up. Yeah, a sequel to S S S S Gridman. Gridman, which was super like the samurai weird superhuman samurai cyber squad. Yeah, cyber squad. Uh, it's a hodgepodge of the Japanese um, digital Gridman, the, uh, the digital Ultraman Gridman, and the the American adaptation of it, in it molded into its own story, which mm. you know. I have no idea how this universe is going to continue, <laughs> given yeah. how the first show ended. The first one is crazy. The first one is Man. weird. Yeah, it's like super trigger weird. This is also a trigger anime. <laughs> I haven't even watched Gridman yet. Dude, I need to get on that, man. Dude, yeah, it's nice. But also Dinazenon. Like, I absolutely love this show. But I don't know why. Huh? <laughs> Wait a minute. Like, I can't explain <laughs> okay. why I love this show. Oh. Like, I just watch it. There's a big dumb smile on my face every single episode. And it's not anything in particular. It's not like, oh, it's because it has giant robots. just because it has Ultraman. It's it's not that. Like, it's, it's sure, it's music, fun. It's the, the opening like, theme. It's the, the opening is fine, but I actually like the opening of Gridman more. <laughs> okay. Like, it's, it's more upbeat. But it's the same energy, right? Yeah. But there's something about the show. And, like, even if you think about it, this show is quiet for most of it. 
like how yeah. scenes play out. There's no music, no nothing. There's a lot of um, side view, big panel shots. Yeah, like of That's characters how... just sitting on a bench or walking yeah. along. There's a it's lot of that. To... It... Similar to yeah. Gridman, like I think that's their main yeah. aesthetic going on. Like imagine that. those those scenes in Evangelion where it's just like a quiet shot of the city, but instead of a foreboding dread, it's just like, hey, it's the end of your summer day. Like, what are you gonna do? And you just feel like I don't know. You just lays about that. That's sort yeah. of like the the good vibe energy that comes from it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like it's it's just. It's weird. I'm enjoying this way more than Gridman. And I really oh. can't tell why. Like, I've tried to tell myself, like, I mean, what particular... Because th- usually, like, when I watch when I watch Kamen Rider, like, oh, I'm here for the fake kung fu and the jump kicks and the explosions, right? <laughs> or mm-hmm. for the yeah. Gundams. It's like, I'm, I'm mainly here for the robots. The, think, the teenage uh, bullshit can be funny, but robots first. <laughs> also, I have that same sentiment with you. That I like Dinazen and more than Gridman's because I think I like the characters more here. The, yeah, the characters are way Gridman. more fun. The characters are more like they they talk the people and feel more real, like real, yeah. real people. And Gridman is kind of more formulaic in terms of the pacing because it's um, well, not wait, everything's formulaic in these two shows, but um, they're quite predictable i guess like the characters are predictable they will like for example they follow a uh, trope yeah. robot on, of, of the day or monster of the day what is the hero gonna do they'll go to their 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 store get like, get online get Gridman online this show has like oh no i'm sick <laughs> then <laughs> how do we fight the sub. robot how do we fight the yeah. monster when one of us is and sick then, and then someone subs in place of him who doesn't have no idea what to do. And, and it somehow so, works. <laughs> it somehow works. It's it's funny. That's great. Imagine if the Megazord, like like they had to fight someone, but the left leg had a flu. Dude, I'm yeah. sure that happened. <laughs> That's that has to you have happened in at least yeah. one show. These fucking oh, yeah. Super Sentai the, shows are kind of silly. <laughs> yeah, but Dinosaur makes it more like so mundane. Like a lot of mundane things happen in between that also affects how they decide what they're doing on the show. Like they even have the like the show even um has that moment where hey, let's just talk to these villains <laughs> instead yeah. of fighting them. Oh, just talk. Yeah. They use just talk. They just they use just talk. The, the best weapon. So. No, dude, like, it gets even more meta with that, like, train of thought. Because in the, the latest episode that came out yesterday, there's actually a character who brings that up. Where, oh, like, her, her day-to-day sucks up until they started fighting evil, right? And she calls it, like, um, this is the most normal my life has ever been. And then a character goes, like, you mean normal for you is fighting robots and saving the city? And she's like, no, what I mean is, um, you know, going to the mall with friends, watching a movie, going to a water park. Because I don't do this up until we started fighting robots, right? Mm, So, like, that really, I think that really does play into how this show is made. And um, Gridman, um, I think the the pull for Gridman was the mystery of why Why the trope is showing up. And Mm -hmm. this one is more like, the trope is there. 
but you know we're focusing on something else like the uh, one of the characters is dealing with unemployment and um seeing his yeah. high school crush be married to this guy and then feeling sorry for himself yeah it's 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 a bit, it's a bit deeper than great yeah it's like, like there, there's um, a lot of personal drama going for all of the characters and then they I follow suit with that one of the central themes i've noticed or observed is like um how they cope with the willingness to move forward again or to move again yeah and it's you know like it's uh, like it's kind of touching also what's happening outside right now like the pandemic like how do we move forward uh with all this crap that's happening so that's something that dina zenon's touching right so, i don't know or like um one of the characters is dealing with a really heavy issue because she lost her older sister when she was younger and it's unclear as to how she died and then she comes across rumors of oh maybe she was bullied in high school and um it it clashes with her memory of her sister because uh her sister she never she she doesn't remember her sister ever smiling at home but then she sees video of her like in in music camp and she's like oh she's smiling here and then um she finds a video of where she's being pranked by her her schoolmates and like oh maybe she was bullied into committing suicide but then everyone was saying like no it was an accident so she like her guilt of not you know being closer to her sister is kind of like the main issue for this character so she's going through that and of course that's also like one of the underlying mysteries for her arc right like as to what actually happened and um even the villains themselves are also going through their existential crisis of like what are we really trying to do so one of the villains is like i just want to understand humans right and the the others are like no we have to kill them all because that's what we do and then another one is like but who told us to do this oh interesting there's a bunch of stuff that's happening and like yeah everyone is likable to some extent like even the villains have their own little thing more because like Gridman has like half of the cast is just weapons, and they just yeah. show up like halfway through the show, and you kind and of just accept villain, that. They have a, like a central villain that's just villain. Yeah, you know, like, like the it's bad so guy. One dimensional. Just the bad guy who's not voiced by Tim Curry. <laughs> yeah, should be voiced by Tim Curry. In the it should English be. Dub, yeah. but, you know. So yeah, Dinah Zenon has a really weird pull, and there's also that added mystery of how this universe is taking place because given how the previous show when it is no like given how the previous show ended right yeah like um there was proof as to how a character can progress through but we were like we never get an explanation as to why that's a thing right right and now he shows up now he shows up here Yeah, and then nobody's asking as to why he's here. Like they could, they just kind of accept it. So there's also <laughs> that. So I can't wait to see how this show ends, because uh, also the show also itself mentions the SSSS universe right at the beginning of the series. Yeah. So maybe there's a follow up again. And you huh. you also they told should. me this makes where the name Dinazenon is also a mashup of the Japanese Gridman like sidekick yeah, uh, combination robot and yeah. the american naming convention of that same robot huh right okay so they're doing so the it, same thing again where it's it's, it's both fun. properties into one and cool. it's its own little thing 
you think the okay. third show would feature the guitar because that's the thing that I'm waiting for. Dude, I there... want someone hold a guitar to transform. <laughs> Dude, like um, the whole family. like uh what's her name the the girl sister suicide thing apparently that's yeah. also a reference to something that happened in the japanese show yeah and it also huh. hints to better. another show worked by the same people so there's a it's, it's a, a bunch of different references put together so it's it's more it's than just stoop. for us it's a stoop man of, um, this yeah. feels like highly referential like as somebody who has no idea what's going on like is Gridman the good place to jump in on, or do I need to know some things first? No, dude, I think like, Gridman is good already. Yeah, you can watch on. Gridman like by yourself and see some enjoyment. Because like even the references, I found out most of the references after the fact, and they're oh, okay, some of them cool. are really subtle. Like, um, like, what's the name of the sword from Gridman? The um, office worker who's like slouching constantly. <laughs> I forgot. But uh, um, like the weapons have a bunch of. Bayformers references, like the Michael Bay Transformers. Okay. They specifically reference the Dinobots from the Bayformer verse, but all it is really? is little pins that they wear on their suits. Huh. That's the extent okay. of that reference. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why is this here? <laughs> so, yeah, you can jump in, Gridman, without worrying about. Yeah, what without knowing any of this, and it'll be yeah. fine. Like, like would. would like if Rafi and I jumped into Gridman, we'd still have like a good time, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's like watching TNA for the first time and seeing <laughs> there other wrestlers go. there from the WWF, but hey, he's a different dude. He's a different guy with a different he's name. Not go- <laughs> he's not Goldust. He's 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 Dusty Rhodes. Hey. This is All this right. is our bi-monthly attempt to get Rafi into anime. It's, so. it's like Kurt Angle shows up, but he's Bert Ankle. Well, birth he's ankle. Six, he's six pack, not X pac That is an actual. That is VI pac he, he was he's actually Jeff Jarrett, six not double J. He's, he's actually six named pack? six pack in in TNA. <laughs> really? Yeah. Six pack. Oh. Yeah, actually pack for yeah. some reason. Six pack. Oh god. Legally distinct. Sick. Mm. Sick. Yeah. Sick. 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 Also, yeah, trigger stuff, man. They they draw women real nice. There's a lady who's just thighs. <laughs> I yeah. I think that's impressed. that's all I've seen from this show. Like like fan art of this woman going bowling, dude. And displaying her, her thighs, thighs are so big, and yet she has that thigh gap. How? Mm. <laughs> How is that a thing? That's got to be breaking also, some law of there, physics. There was a thing where the 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 heroes just wanted, uh, like one of the heroes won a a radio prize for free passes to a water park, so they yeah. go there. Then the villains follow them there and then challenge them in the water park. Oh, that's so sick. they they're, I love they're, shit ex- like that. they're ex- the the whole thing was we go to the water park to tease the the heroes. Then we go out and fight. But then the character, one of the characters, <laughs> is like. After we fight, can we go back to the water park? Because this looks really fun. (laughs) That's sick. Sick, sick. Beach episode. I love it. They got one beach episode. Okay, I gotta gotta get in on Gridman. Is it still on Netflix? Yeah. I think so. No, no. uh, Gridman is. Uh, Gridman is. Dinazan is not. It's not done yet. From the sea. (laughs) The sea. sea. Okay. I'm... I'm really having a blast with that show. I'm sad that it's almost over. It's at episode 11, oh. so it looks to be ending. 
either with 12 or 13. Okay. So that's the thing. Uh, new video game stuff. I've finally okay. touched the Fortnite. <gasps> I saw. You've been getting into the Battle Royales. I've, I've oh, touched God. the Fortnite. It's... How did it feel? How it's... many kids have you killed? <laughs> I've killed at least more. How many? At least five. Like, at real least kids. five children have died. Yeah. Right. Okay. Because, you know, like, sometimes they're bots, but when you, you see them act a little funky, like, oh, that's a kid. He's panic shooting. He doesn't know what's happening. He's a kid. Pop. Okay. okay. Easy. <laughs> um, it's all right. It's actually all right. Like, you know, when you see those high end videos where you get shot, then you build a, a mansion to, to wall himself <laughs> up in like a half a second. Yeah. Those people or... exist. But um, through the words of Mr. Pat Boyvin, you don't encounter them as much as you think. Okay. Um, okay. You will maybe see one or two people every other match, but for the most part, you're all just unga bunga shooting each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because, like, yeah. my main ex, like, my main exposure to Fortnite is highlight clips, right? Yeah. So I'm always seeing those people who build crazy. So I thought that was ninety percent of the game. So you're telling me that's not the case. It's not those the are case. The it, celestials. Those dude, are the one percent. If Fortnite is making Epic's like 90, 95% of Epic's entire funding, you're going to have way more people than pros in that game. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That right? makes sense. That makes it's gonna sense. It's going to be a bunch of kids who don't know what they're doing half the time. Way more people in bronze. Yeah. So um, yep. it's all right. Like the shooting is surprisingly okay. It's, I'd say, yeah. a lot more casual than, say, like most of the modern shooters we play. Mm hmm. But it's not bad. Like, if you know how to aim, it's easy to take someone out. <laughs> but even if you kind of suck at it, you'll still get, a, like, a, a solid shot in. Like, the feedback is not bad. It's it's pretty solid, I'd say. Very casual when it, with shooting mechanics. Um, it's easier to pick up. Because I'd say it's mm -hmm. it's more of the vanilla side of Battle Royales. Like, it's, it's PUBG, but with the building part, right? Like, that's the only... Mm -hmm differentiating factor of it from the battle royale that birthed the the genre because mm -hmm. you have stuff like apex which is its own beast right like it's it's super different yeah, yeah. It, it's more titanfall than it is uh battle royale like it's not even a full 9900 people right yeah and the map the map in apex is like very tight compared to open field that is Fortnite or PUBG. Yeah. PUBG, that map is crazy big. I don't know how people find each other. Yeah. You you don't. You spend half the time just running around looking for guns. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's it's all right. I can see the appeal. It's really easy to jump into. Um I don't know how much you get in terms of gacha, but I don't think you see the the wall. Okay. Like if anything, it's really just cosmetics. Like, of course you want to play as Ryu, Lara Croft, Master Chief. It shows it oh. into, like, the first story trailer, which is a, a chapter six of something that I don't know of. They've already Man. beat Thanos. <laughs> the cognitive dissonance, though, of seeing Ryu with a shotgun Dude, is so great. like, they don't even care. Like, in the intro video of the, whatever story chapter is happening now, which is mega confusing yeah. for me, but it looks kind of epic, I guess. So for a person who oh, doesn't epic. know it, because it, it, your fucking 
sealing doors of multiverses because it's getting out of hand, which is the easy mm-hmm. explanation to having all these crossovers. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So you have Troy yeah. Baker like jumping and disregarding orders and like I gotta s- seal the things, and then you know it looks like he's losing. So it it really it looks to pull a new person in easy by throwing mm-hmm. something at you like like something you you have to know after the fact, right? So there's yeah. that, but also like when you see the characters shooting each other and them being crossover characters, like Ryu comes in with the Street Fighter Two Hadouken, he takes out a guy, he does a win pose, and somebody shoots a rocket at him and he explodes. Oh well, awesome. that is how you would take out Ryu, right? Rocket, yes. <laughs> the only way you could take out the best anti-air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, then Ripley the shows up and shoots aliens. Holy. Oh, Ripley's in there? <laughs> really? Ripley's in it's there? It's crazy, oh, man. What the hell? Wow. Uh, does she get a power loader? Dude, uh, they, they even I don't think so. The Mandalorian at one point. The Mandalorian is done. What? That was the December thing, right? And then after that yeah. was Horizon wow. Zero Dawn, and she's already done. But um, I think the latest one is Lara Croft from Tomb Raider, who comes in her classic PS1 version and the oh, modern no. oh, with one. With the boxy boobs? Yeah, boxy boobs. With the boxy Oh, great. Or at the very least, the CG version of that, where it's still like, you know, hard pixels. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm super curious, though. What made you play Fortnite? Was there some impetus to this, or did you just like randomly? No, I just needed to know. Like, (laughs) what what (laughs) new thing can I do? Out of curiosity, okay. Yeah, like, I just need to get this out of the way, right? Like, I need to know. So I pop it in. No, that, install that it. makes sense. That makes sense. But I played like, it for a I night. I should have bit that bullet. I played it for one mm-hmm. night and like, eh, okay, that's all right. Uninstall. Have you uninstalled it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I thought you'd at least play it for a fortnight. It's not worth it, I'd say. Really? I don't know. Like, it's the same issue of Battle Royale as a genre to me where like, hey, this seems cool, but 20 minutes of the round, I'm not doing anything gotcha oh, yeah <laughs> there are moments where That's like oh i see goes. a person in the distance i better i better peace out over here and the sound design is really good with that because you can hear a gunshot and you have a little um compass on the top of your screen mm-hmm. with like sound That'll bars tell you where it's coming from yeah mm-hmm. so like compared to freaking spell break oh, God. which is not good as <laughs> a battle royale Okay. I have a greater appreciation for Fortnite because I think it's honestly designed better. So, you know, with with all that money, it, it freaking should be, right? So it I see their appeal. Those emote dances are kind of catchy. They give you a free one, which now explains all the memes for it. And now I understand mm-hmm. that it's from this game. Okay, that, okay. that's an explanation. Mm-hmm. All the meme dances. Yeah, and the, the music clips that come with that, right? Beep, 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 beep. That's the one. That's the Fortnite. The first one. So yeah, it's not as bad as people think. People give it a lot of flack, which I still understand. But as a game, it's not bad. It's alright. Cool. I probably won't play it again, but it's alright. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. Never playing it again. Never playing it it's again. not bad. I won't shit on it as hard. Alright? I won't blind shit okay. on it. It's, it's alright. <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. Sick. For for the game that I did fully enjoy, which I was expecting not to, I, you might be able to join me with this. I mean, I don't know how much you played. It's gotcha. the Genshin Impact Summer Event 
which I can't even remember the name of. I also cannot remember the name of the event, but I too kind of want to talk about this. Go for it. So I was expecting this to be like the previous things we got, like the 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 Mondstadt Wind Festival, yeah, the Liyue Lantern Pretty Thing, where it's gonna be a bunch of chores with some you know endearing side quests every now and then, or mm-hmm. just full on a chore just event, yeah, right. Or like random mini games with a little bit of context. Yeah, like some mini games are good, some are gonna be really annoying. Looking at mm-hmm. you, Monstat. Did not yeah. like that one. Not a uh, fan of your Fall Guys ripoff. <laughs> Very not. Oh, yeah, yeah super not that. fun. What a chore. Literally. It's not hard, but I would rather take my twenty minutes back per round, please. Yep. Yep. Um, this event, which. Uh, like it's surprisingly story packed. Like, have you started this mm-hmm. thing? I actually just started it, and I'm actually kind of blown away because um, I thought this like I was on the same page as you. Yeah. I thought this was just gonna be the Monstat Wind Festival. I thought this was just gonna be a bunch of mini games that I needed to knock out of the park and I can right. get back to regular life. But when I started it, I was like. Wait, this is this is a full blown story chapter in it in and of itself. Like, um, I I need to set aside time to actually enjoy this and switch that. Like, I need to flip that switch in my brain that tells me that um, I'm just gonna play Genshin and get things out of the way. But I need to switch that thing to like no. I gotta sit down, actually enjoy the story because it's actually pretty good. Right, which is um, there's a major bummer where this goes away in like 40 days. This should yeah, be a main story does. quest. <laughs> this should be a main story quest, and the crazy Why part is this event introduces a whole new area that you can explore. A full map, and like I'm seeing, right. like I'm seeing the memes on it, and like th- the memes are just like that guy from Ratatouille actually taking a sip of the soup. <laughs> like, like, I mean, of the Ratatouille, right? Like, he's eating the Ratatouille and, like, he... Revealed. He, he remembers the time of, like, the first time he stepped into Genshin. That sense of wonder of exploring a new area. Oh, God. Dude, yeah. Uh, so, I was playing this as it was coming out. And you know how it segments, like, the events? Like, it locks you off mm-hmm. where, oh, this next chapter comes in, like, 18 hours from now, right? Yeah, to give you time yeah. to grind out the thing. And the opening part where you're talking to Klee and then having to, you know, back and forth in the city and whatnot. Like, ah, here's mm-hmm. the boring chore part. It's that up until you get to the new zone. Yeah. Because the, the the base premise is it sounds like super complete bullshit where Klee is spouting off childish nonsense about her stuffed toy. And how mm-hmm. the king of her stuffed toy is telling her she's not worthy to be friends with the stuffed toy. And you're kind of yep. like, even <laughs> even the other characters are like, just entertain the child, right? Like, just, Yeah, just it's like, this is thing. some bullshit. It's some kiddie <laughs> bullshit, right? And then you ride the dragon that was terrorizing the first chapter of the story. Like <laughs> yeah. the wind god. You use him as a bus to get to the island. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then even you know Barbara tags along because she convinces Jean to go with the plan. Then Barbara's like, "Oh, <laughs> that's our ride." And Jean is like, "Yeah, yup. Yeah. Don't tell her this is the the big wind god dragon. Just don't tell her about it." Mm-hmm. 
And Gene it's is like, like, who is that bard? <laughs> yeah, who is that bard? And Paimon Chets talks to the bard, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Then Gene sees the dragon like, what are we, what have we gotten ourselves into? And then when you get to the thing, Devalin is like, I can only bring you this far. Because, yo, something's up in there and I need to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's great. And I'm like, is there something sinister happening with this place? Like, why is the god mm-hmm. of wind, like, piecing the fuck out? <laughs> And like it's 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 super interesting too because like I'm not fully in so it's still a mystery to me mm. and like it's just it's so nice having a new area to explore number one and number two like I'm I'm curious about this area why yeah. is there a random samurai robot in the middle of this archipelago what's going on <laughs> so you've already at least gotten to the second part yes yes i have unlocked the samurai robot and it is not moving yeah and that that took me five hours to get through all of that second part the first part was short second part it's it's a lot of caught shells you gotta get (laughs) pretty chonky big ass map out of nowhere so the thing is it's an archipelago so it's a bunch of small islands and boy are they very small like each island is the size of a house right like Uh wind waker style it's super tiny but the thing is, um, once you unlock the second part, the water level lowers, and it reveals mm-hmm. these oh. giant islands underneath. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of stuff you have to explore. And there's an underlying mystery, which I don't know if there's anything sinister going on. Because you, you sort of pick up these magic conch shells that have audio memories like, of people. It's audio logs, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's audio logs. And they talk about like... There's at least uh, three generations of families that got stuck on this island, mm-hmm. right? So, like, you you come across these audio logs where, like, oh, we got shipwrecked to this Bermuda Triangle, right? And we, and we, we can't, can't escape, get out. right? Then the next one you have is, like, I remember my grandpa telling me this story. And, like, wait, grandpa? Yeah. And, like, yeah, oh, yeah, we yeah. haven't left this place. And, like, oh. The guy who got stranded had a kid, and then their kid was here long enough to have their own kid. And then you find out later that another group of of pirates from a region which we're going to next in the next update, right? Inazuma, mm-hmm. the Inazuma. Japan land. So a bunch mm-hmm. of their sailors got stuck, and apparently there's a, a threat of a rising tide. So some of these audio logs are people running away from a rising tide. And, you know, like the whole so, the whole place is flooded. So the mystery of did they survive? Did they get out? We don't know. Yeah. And, and, and like the weird thing, too, is that these islands, like they can be risen from the sea. That's that's the weird part. And it's like, OK, so what's up with these islands? Like it's actually setting up a really interesting mystery that I want to find yeah. out about. Uh, like. It it looks to be a magic fog that keeps people in but not out, mm-hmm. and you're slowly dispersing them, but you mm-hmm. don't know what's causing it. And um, some of those audio logs allude to that samurai statue as a hero, and some yes, allude to him as, as, the as a as a calamity, like a danger mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. happened. And some of them allude to him as garbage. Yep. <laughs> like Little oh, we have garbage. this immovable like... Japanese puppet. <laughs> you know, it's just I have no there. Do with it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So um it it's not clear as to what the timeline of these audio logs are at the moment and they're purposely incomplete right now cuz of course um the 
the water level will recede the further on you go to this event and it's mm-hmm. i think four parts and currently we're at part two mm-hmm. so we'll we'll have to wait and see as to what actually goes on and of course we've seen in the the trailer that you fight the samurai armor right yep and mm-hmm, variants of him as the thing goes on because this is i think just the second part of a three part of the big update because they, the, the third they part seem is like the fighting they're... tournament <laughs> Yeah, they seem like they're going to be the Inazuma equivalent of hypostasises. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. The new abyss mages of like. Japan. Yeah, but what do you call it? And we haven't even gotten to the gameplay part of this, which is since they are like since we're in an archipelago and it's a bunch of small islands scattered about, uh, the the game gives you access to your own little mini skiff that you can pilot around to reach different islands. So you you ride a boat, you, you can drift yeah. the boat, you can shoot the cannons at the boat. You have a boat. You have a boat. You can drift <laughs> the boat. There's an achievement that's named Deja boat. Vu. <laughs> yep, for drifting the boat. <laughs> drift the boat. Oh, okay. And I was seeing the, the gameplay that they showed us for the trailer. I was expecting like, oh, it's going to be some dumb sailing minigame. Fly through the yeah, rings I thought and it shoot was just... the things. <laughs> Exactly. I thought it was just mini games, but no, it's, it's an actual traversal dude, method yeah, that they just give this you. This is full on Wind Waker feels for me. Mm-hmm. Like you can bring the boat anywhere within that entire map. There's mm-hmm. I'll, like the the exploration is ninety percent of the time, if not a hundred percent, rewarding because each island mm-hmm. will give you something, right? It's either going to be a, an audio log, a full on treasure, a mini game. Mm-hmm. And dude, like the the there's a mini game part that's kind of dumb. Like, oh, Klee, here's a basketball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, like that's how you interact with some of the puzzles, which it doesn't explain why they're there. But sure, mm-hmm. they're kind of fun. Like, um, some of them are straight up basketball. Like, shoot the thing through the hoop and then hit the target. Some of them are line puzzles where you have to line up the rings to make a pattern for the ball to go through, and then fly through an elemental ring to destroy the wall. Mm. Some of them are, uh, you ping pong the thing back and forth until you break the wall. If you mess up, it will reset the wall. Mm. So there's like enough diversity and the reward is a chest. And it's either primo gems or like a regular chest item where it has a bunch of weapons and upgrade parts in it. And just seeing them and and like exploring the island, seeing them, finding the the sub-quests for it too, like... Oh, each island has a mural that you need to find, which explains the story. Or one of them mm-hmm. has like um, a little puzzle where um, it links to the mural. So like the subquests will link to each other, and that, that's also kind of entertaining to like further uh-huh. expand the lore of the islands. So it, this is probably the most impressive event that yeah. Genshin Impact has ever done. Right, mm-hmm. and it's crazy how this is an event. And like I'm right? telling people, like this, permanent. this should be a main story thing. I hate how there's mm-hmm. a little thing on the bot. Well, like when you open the map, it says on the bottom yeah. right, 39 days remaining. And they also God, mentioned, like the Genshin oh, Impact official page mentioned that um, the event itself will last for like 15 days, but the map will be mm-hmm. accessible for 40 days up until 1.7. After that, mm-hmm. it's gone. So get all the treasure chests within that time period or else you're going to miss out. 
maybe it'll be a seasonal thing. Like every blank season, the island opens up. It'll or expand like more that. and more. Right, right. But I hope, like, I given how rich it is, it, it should be a story quest, right? It should be a, a, it should be a permanent addition. It should. It'll opinion. open up once every 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> it's at oh, least going to be one like, year for sure. If not two. But like... I'm serious, like, I'm super serious about, like, that magic I felt when I walked onto those islands for the first time. Yeah. Because as somebody who really enjoyed exploring Genshin Impact when it first came out, like, like the wonder of exploring, finding chests everywhere, finding puzzles, finding side quests everywhere, right now that's gone. Because I am, I just hit AR-56. And, um, <laughs> Welcome to hell. what do you call it? Like... Yeah, it, it's fucking crazy. I didn't even realize that I was close to hitting 56 because I just accepted that I was going to be at 55 forever because of the amount of EXP you needed. Right. But when I hit 56, I was like, whoa. All I've been doing in Genshin is uh, side quests, uh, when they pop out during the seasonal shit, and my daily commissions. That's it. Like Because the world is now kind of empty for me because I've explored it. Yeah. I've been there. I've done that. And just making it to a new area and looking in the distance and seeing a challenge waypoint or seeing a chest with a red barrier on it and i'm like i haven't been there i can do something there right. it, it was super exciting it's also that um I, it's it's nice you were able to jump in during the second half already because yeah. the first half where the islands are still submerged Mm -hmm. Like it, it's fun to explore, but there's nothing to do for the most part. Ah, like you have okay. to just do the the actual grind event for, which is um destroy little sea bases of the hillichurls, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. kill, uh, t destroy twenty bases and you're done, right? The real exploration was the second half with all the islands and stuff, and yeah, like boy, is it it's it that zone is a lot bigger than I thought it would be. Like, like, uh, just to bring up something specific that I've bumped into, mm. and I'm not sure if you've bumped into, have you found a Sealy on these islands? Yes. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? What's a Sealy doing yeah. here? And as I approached it, the characters are like, yo, what the fuck? Is that a Sealy? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck? A Sealy. And then Paimon goes, what the hell? A Sealy. And I'm like, okay. So it's weird to them too. And then you follow it all the way back to Mondstadt. Yeah. And you're like, what the and fuck? And I'm like, okay, this had cool. to be added. This was not... <laughs> like, I can't disprove it. But when you go back to yeah. Mondstadt, I'm like, this this pedestal wouldn't be here before. This shit... Yeah. Mm. Maybe like, I was the... Maybe it me. always was, and I just never saw it, but... It's super cool that it's there now. But, like, imagine if... if like. If we saw that empty Sealy statue and we couldn't find the Sealy next drive to you it, nuts. <laughs> it would drive you absolutely nuts. Right. And, and you'd find out in 1.6 that, oh no, that Sealy's been lost on this Bermuda Triangle. Dude, also, it, it kind of hits a little harder because there's an audio log that alludes to a man who was from Mondstadt. Oh, oh okay. So he died cool. there and never came home. <laughs> So maybe he was the Sealy all along. Dude, yeah. Oh, that's kind of sad. Okay. So mm -hmm. yeah, I can't I hope the payoff for the story is actually good. But Wait, at least our Sealy's Our Sealy's just dead people. They are, right? They mention oh, it at fuck, the start. Really? You lead oh, them back shit, to the resting right. place. Ah <laughs> oh, shit, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're They're lost. Right. And then they give you money because alright. 
Uh, all right. <laughs> have you explored all of the island? Because when you open that map, each little dot is something you can actually go to. Really? Like even if it looks like a no. little speck of rock, there's gonna be something there. Oh shit! Okay, because so, I have like I've only explored like two islands. It it does the video game thing where there's at least one island that you can't get to initially. Okay. It it's the one at the very north of the map, and I was like, I'll I'll go there later, right? Like for sure, I'll 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 finish all the stuff at the bottom, then I'll go there, and then I come across the quest that leads you to that place. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, there's a fog that you can't go through, and it'll teleport you back. If you don't follow the correct route. Ah, uh, okay. And then you come across a quest where it's it's a couple trying to escape the fog. And it's their personal mm-hmm. story of how to, to escape the thing. And one of them goes like, oh, the the northwestern island of this particular... Because th- there are three named islands, right, on that map? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he goes like, on this one, on the northwestern part of this, you can... On this time of day, the fog opens up. And you can clearly see like a wind current on the northeastern part of this island on this time of day too. So you have to piece that puzzle together. Like, oh, which one is which island is re- referring to? So you go there, you set the time of day. Then the character will say like, oh, you can see like a, a straight shot of that thing at this time. So you go over to the next one. And then the second part of that uh, quest happens. And it's it's not that hard to do because the game will tell you like oh when he when he means noon it really means ten a.m. to two p.m. and not specifically okay. twelve noon because uh, uh-huh. like one minute is one second in Genshin Impact right like it's really yeah. fast yeah mm-hmm. and then um, once you actually go there the fog will kind of spread and a wind current through that fog will open up and only then can you reach the northern island. Huh. Because if you veer off cool. too far, it'll warp you back to the starting island. Same as once you try to leave the area, it'll warp you back to the start if you mess up. Oh, man. This area seems super fun, dude. Yeah, dude. Like, I'm really bummed that it's going to go away. So people who miss it, it's probably the most fun I've had with this game ever since we've reached Endgame. Which, mm-hmm. to to be fair, the Endgame is AR-45 onwards. Because that's when all the domains unlock, and that's when the real grinding happens. Mm-hmm. At that point, you've explored everything already, right? And um, yeah, the pockets of updates have been fun. Like the the Age the storyline is actually really touching. But also, yeah. once you've done that, you're done, right? He becomes a weekly boss yeah. after that. Exactly. And this one, th- this is fucking packed. Like I haven't spent full five hours in Genshin in months. For me, it's always been like yeah, an hour exactly. at most. Right and and that's what told me that no 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 I need to I need to flip that switch in my brain. This isn't daily commission time. This is actually sit down yeah, and enjoy is, Genshin time. This again. is story time. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it was also that it, where it's not like it's not the the feeling where like I have to do this or else you know I'm not optimizing mm-hmm. my time. It's like no, I want to do this. Yeah, like I exactly, I haven't exactly. eaten in like eight hours, but I want to finish this first. <laughs> and like, what do you call it? Uh, seeing how jam-packed this update is, this just makes me even more excited for Inazuma because yeah. this is just a small sliver of islands, right? right. And it, it replicated that magic feeling for me of exploring Mondstadt and Leeway for the first time. Yeah. And just imagine once they release an entire new fucking region of the game, I'm going to have a blast. And I'm super looking forward to that. Yeah, dude. 
hopefully hopefully Inazuma is uh, going to deliver more than we expect. Because those screenshots look I've, sick. <laughs> those screenshots look sick. And I'm I'm holding back so bad on rolling on the gacha. Like, I'm yeah. saving everything I have for that fucking Electro Archon. I am not rolling for these two banners. Because, mm-hmm. first of all, I don't need Klee anymore. Because I think mm. she, oh. her her function has been supplemented by Yanfei. If not better, yes, because Yanfei totally has better Yanfei. range. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm getting I'm getting like five digit damage off Yanfei, and I'm happy with that, despite her being cool. unoptimized. So the function is mm-hmm. already fixed. I'm I'm good. Also, two out of the three four stars in her banner, I don't need because I'm already at C yeah. five and six, so I'm not yeah. risking that. And then the next up part of that banner is Kazuha, the new Japanese outcast from Inazuma, the Wind Boy. Yeah. Who, who who's banished from his yeah, land ninja. because his mm-hmm. best friend tried to kill the Electro Archon because of an unknown reason. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna roll for him because he's a boy. I don't need. <laughs> oh. oh no! I don't need him uh, in my Yoko roster. Taro. Yeah. The Yoko Taro. The Yoko Taro. I like girls. Yeah, yeah. Also, he's an animal right. guy. I don't need an animal slot because Gene main. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His moveset looks really cool, though. Like the ability to gather enemies before going for a big yeah. plunging strike. That looks functionally mm-hmm. amazing. But he's a boy, so you know, get out, get out of my party. <laughs> no like, room for you like here. Right now, right now for me, since I lost the fifty-fifty on Eula, I, yeah, I have a guaranteed guaranteed banner five star. Right. Yeah, uh, for for whatever I roll on next. So I'm saving right. that for the Electro Archon. Oh, because yeah. my goal now is to just have a full Archon team. Right. Also, have you seen the leaks on the waifus? There's going to be at least three. <laughs> uh, there's more leaks? There's, a, there's a five-star Pyro Archer that got leaked. And apparently oh, her yeah. animations are also up. So they look incredible, though. I haven't seen them yet. And then there's the, cool. the Electro Archon, uh, God mm-hmm. Mommy. And her samurai sidekick, whose actual design looks a lot cooler, who is rumored oh, to be a four-star. Ah, oh, shit. Okay, that's So good. there's going to be good. three Inazuma waifus, and then Kazuha, the boy, which is in this update. Because the Inazuma mm-hmm. proper is apparently in 1.7, which is 40 days from now. Which, uh, which totally makes sense that Kazuha is the one that's in here right now, because he's the outcast. Yeah, he's, he's the outside. outcast. He's with Beidou, the pirate lady. So Beidou's going to get a story mm. chapter, finally. And it's a fighting oh, tournament. <laughs> We're finally right. here, really? the fighting tournament arc. It's just really an anime now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to body those awesome. losers, hopefully. <laughs> Can't wait. Genshin. Genshin's really knocking it out of the park, man. Dude, yeah. Like, I was literally hitting the burnout with that. Like, I was mm-hmm. ready to to properly drop the game. Or not. not maybe not drop, but, you know. Not be the daily man. Not log in every yeah. day, yeah. Because there's no point. Like, it was getting, you know, um, more mundane than it already is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And So uh, yeah. I think I think the main cycle for this is um, we do the dailies whenever we want. But whenever a big story update drops, that's when we mm. turn the switch in our brain from daily time to enjoyment time. Right. I think we've also hit the point where we're strong enough to not have to go in every day. Exactly. Like we yeah. don't need to grind I, um, every because we're we're deal like my inoptimized team is dealing like fifteen thousand off two procs only. Oh shit. Like I'm not even shit. doing the okay. the meta thing. Is nobody survives it in my game anymore. 
what do you call it? Like um, before this update, uh, what I was logging in every day, maxing out the battle pass way before the deadline. Mm-hmm. And before this patch, it was the first time that I actually did not log in every day. And, and you still hit 50. I, I, I finished the battle pass on the day of expiry. So, so it, it's super that was just possible. telling me that. Yeah. Yeah. That was just telling me that, like, yo, um, I'm not logging into this game as much as I did. But now that this update's here, cool. It's reinvigorating me. Cool. I got greedy with the with the battle pass because I really wanted to get Eula. And the BP for last season gives you an f- extra 600 primo. Yes, it does. So when my first uh-huh. roll sucked, I prematurely bought the battle pass. Ah, okay. <laughs> Not realizing the 600 comes at BP 50. At the very end, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, now I have to do the BP homework. Fucking finished yeah. it with like half a month <laughs> Left oh, in the wow. beat. And then I had nothing to do. Because oh. doing the dailies was moot because there's no rewards for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. I you mean, d- just a little bit of primo. Just a little bit of primo. Yeah, but checking the BP was giving me absolutely nothing because you've hit max yeah. EXP. And, like, okay, now what, what there's do? There's nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> Literally, mm-hmm. what? I'm out of resin. It's been 10 minutes. What do? Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Totally, still totally possible to get BP fifty free to play. Literally, mm-hmm. just do the dailies and you're good. This new up, this new event though, really enjoying. Way more than I thought I would. Cool. Hopefully, Sick. the payoff's great. But yeah, that's the that's the big Genshin weeks. Give my, give that's my all. Back Genshin and we'll talk. Oh yeah, what what happened to Rafi was a major bummer. It's oh, it's Mihoyo's really? mishandling of their account system. Did it reset? I mean, did it get lost? No, I think because um, it's it's a similar issue that people were running into when it was new. Because so, you have the option to make an account before you sign in with a Mehoyo account, right? right. Uh-huh. Like sign in with Facebook, sign in with uh, Gmail, whatnot. But yeah, uh, if yeah, you yeah. want to reap the extra rewards, right? Like for all the web events and all that crap, mm-hmm. you sign in with a Mehoyo account, account, right? Mm-hmm. But if you link a previously existing account with a Mihoyo account and then log in, Mihoyo understands it as a fresh new login and oh, thus no. will create an account after the fact and delink your old one, throwing it into the void forever yeah. untouched. Oh, it's really no. stupid. That's what happened to Rafi? I think that's what happened to Rafi. It sounds. I think yeah, that's what happened. Right. Yeah, that that sounds. That sound, it, it sounds exactly like what people were running into, like back in late 2020. You didn't lose too much on that account, though, right? Uh, no, that's still my time. He w- yeah, <laughs> no, the, no, the time sink. He was damn. at AR 30, right. which is what oh, a 30. solid near 20 hours, maybe. That's Ish. solid. Yeah, that's a solid loss. Yeah, that's like at yeah, least yeah. the Valin and then some, right? That's where. That's that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus Far enough. All the stuff, I did. I did some grinding. I did some. Yeah, grinding. yeah. And you, I've, <laughs> I've, my tolerance for grinding has always been very low, and I still put in the time mm-hmm. with Genshin, and then it didn't put the time in me. Yeah, like <laughs> I would put oh, up the no. defense where just playing the game is actually not that hard, but the real grind is finding all the animoculi oh, and revealing right. the map, yeah, and that that I cannot that. defend. That is yeah, bullshit. <laughs> I 100%ed that. That being said, oh, that uh, sucks. 
our friend uh, did say that it was possible to contact Genshin and kind of get your thing back. I think that's possible. Uh, uh, I, I don't want to go not... through all that. I've, I don't want to talk. Yeah, to I, I tried to look it up. A lot of the the email chains have reached the dead end, yeah. where they give them vague answers oh, or straight up don't it. reply. So it looks like there's no no proper fix to it. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, not even that, huh? Okay. Well. Yeah. That so yes, if Genshin Impact. My, tips to my new players: make too. a mihoyo account first. This is yeah. how, this, like this is them being salty at me for burning their countryside. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't fault them for it, dude. Oh, at least you didn't show. put money into it. There are complaints where people yeah. wailed and then lost their account. That hurts. Oh, oh that oh, sucks. That's, that's the worst. Suck. Oh, that one too. I guess that would, that yeah, would major suck. Too. That would be a at least you didn't bummer. spend anything, right? Mm-hmm. Just, but yeah, but it's okay. Sure. Yeah, we'll talk later. They're, they're, Anything they're else in better. your week? Mig- uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. The rest have been shared. Loki. I enjoyed episode one. I do see how it's not as a big impact ba- like banger as the other shows, but mm-hmm. I am banger. I am curious about like uh, what what happens and what they do with this particular one. Plus, Loki's yeah. cool. Like he's a, he's a fun man. Yeah. He's 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 technically the mask, everyone. <laughs> and also, yeah, there's that that, that moment possible. that moment where he sees that guy's desk and. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, kill boys God. death. <laughs> I do not like that moment. Really? Oh my! This, I love that. They, I I was like, yo. They did. They did another Trevor Slatterly, but for oh my! <laughs> oh, that's why you hate it. They devalued okay. another thing. Dude, that's on you. That's no. on you, Rafi. No, that's on you. That's clearly on me. That's clearly. I welcome that devaluing of. Of the whatever that's in the drawer, because hey, that's it, the thing that they're trying to convey in the episode. Yeah, like, this, like this power straight up. Don't bureau, work. Yeah. yeah, this this fifties bureau <laughs> is higher uh, on the food chain of um, yeah. other um, niches and uh, fetishes. Fetishes, you know? fetishes. I, oh, I love them. I love when you fetishes. said fetishes earlier. That was really mm-hmm. great. Fetishes. Yeah. <laughs> He's taking it back. You gotta He's say it with back. a little panache, man. Fetish. Yep. Make you think about it. Uh, <laughs> what do you call it? So, is that uh, the totality of your week, yes, the King of Migos? Yes, sir, indeed. That is the me. Sick. Here's and I the think pigskin. I... Oh, take it oh back. I'm the quarterback. I'm gonna catch it. Oh, is that wrong? That's not what they do, no, though. There's some times where the quarterback will hog it. Yeah, the quarterback can catch. Come on. Don't take During that away the from hike, him. That's I'm, when he gets I the ball. The hike, yeah. Sure. <laughs> no good job, Miguel. Okay. Oh, damn it! How come he knows and I don't? I've what, played a few of them okay. on PlayStation One. Yeah, what? You understood that? I understand you some understood of them. That? Oh yeah, god, damn it! I know that you okay. have to get past the line to push. <laughs> okay, I I catch the pigskin now. It is my yeah. week. Now run, uh, run to the end zone. Yes. <laughs> Let let us run to whatever that line in the back is called. Emil, Ice Shield is an Ice Shield is an American football anime. Oh, Dude, maybe if I watch that, in. I'll understand football. Dude, okay, love, okay, I'll love, get in through anime. It's one of the last animes I ever watched before I watched Death Note. Ice Shield oh, after Death really? Note, yeah. fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> what a man of culture, Death Note, Ice Shield. That's where anime Ghibli. ended for Rafi. It can't get better than all those. the good shit. All the good shit, man. <laughs> 
what do you call it? Um, yeah, so I guess that leaves me. Yeah, and uh, our weeks actually have a ton of overlap. So uh, it was a lot of Trese. We've already talked about Trese. Yep. It was some Genshin. We've already talked about Genshin. And uh, we've already talked about Savage Raiding in FF14. So that actually leaves me with a very, very short week. So I'm just going to talk about some of the other things I've consumed this week. Um, as far as shows, I haven't watched too much. I just watched Trese. I've been watching a bunch of other things on the side. And um, what they call it, my my old movie marathon is still ongoing. I'm currently on The Manchurian Ooh. Candidate with, oh. with Denzel Washington. Oh. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I gotta watch that. One like, again. like I am in the middle of that, and it I'm not so done good. with it yet. It's yeah, so yeah. So far, I'm I'm loving the conspiracy bullshit, and I I hope it leads somewhere good. I hope I hope it leads somewhere good. Um, but uh, that's just on the side and stuff like that. But as far as actual consumption, it was really mostly Trese. I I watched like Trese with Donna all the way through. I played the FF14 with the MIGs and everyone else in the FC. Um, and I played a little bit of Genshin. But as far as something that uh, we actually have played a little bit of together, since it also just launched yesterday, I have started playing Guilty Gear Strive. Oh, yeah, that, that, that also came out yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude, so many things came out yesterday. It's so crazy. So um I I bit the bullet and bought the deluxe edition. You smell uh, it? because God I was damn yeah, everyone's just buying the deluxe edition, huh? Yeah, dude. I was peer pressured into it. I saw everyone on the chat just saying, <laughs> like, yo, I got the deluxe edition. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll buy that too. <laughs> Nobody told uh, you to do it. <laughs> I know, but the peer pressure is peer so pressure yourself. Oh man, maybe I was the peer. I was the peer all along. <laughs> We're the monster of the week. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, so I got Guilty Gear Strive. I have been excited for it, even though I haven't played any of the demos leading up to it. I'm just, like, I just love Guilty Gear, like, in general. And um, so this was my first time touching Guilty Gear Strive. And I just have to say, it feels so different from Guilty Gear, the Guilty Gear yeah. I know. I think Lance best, uh, our good friend Lance best uh, described it as this is Street Fighter Guilty Gear. Yes. Dude, it's so true. And um, everyone is monkey. Dude. Everyone is monkey. <laughs> the scariest part of Strive is the neutral game. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> it's Suddenly so it's good. Like you don't know meta. what to do. Suddenly. Dude, this game is is less about combos now and more about counter hits. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, right? I think, I think you would enjoy this, Raffi, because... This is the easiast one to jump into, too. about not technicality. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's not. mostly about... It's, it's hyper-simplified compared to previous games. It's mostly mm-hmm. about footsies now and cool. um, just reads. fundamentals. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just reads. fundamentals. It's just reads. It's mostly counters. I mean, knowing combos helps you out to capitalize on the times that you can get in. But as far as from what I've felt from the game, everything has been simplified to like the move lists have been trimmed down. Um, 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 actions have been simplified. Some inputs have been simplified. And the overall, just the system, it's all streamlined, right. and it feels so good. Damage and is very high, also. Yeah, damage is so high, especially counter attacks. If you land a counter attack, it's like landing a combo already. Yeah, yeah combos dude, are extremely like, short. Combos are like 
at the most, at the three most, moves. it'll be like three hits. Yeah. Right? Oh, three oh, moves. Cool. I, didn't, mm-hmm. I did not know that. Okay. Yeah, I because mean, the old Guilty Year was yeah. crazy, right? right. Yeah. So Rapping. imagine, imagine me, a grappler character, mm-hmm. just hit Emil two times. He's dead already. <laughs> yep. I just hit two pile drivers. To <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Two pile first, drivers will kill me, dude. First he'll break his spirit, then he'll break his body. <laughs> his body, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's dude. Did. Dude, <laughs> two pile drivers would kill me, just like in real life. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Like I, w- <laughs> I was, I was commentating the match. Emil gets grabbed once, and like, oh, he's already dead. <laughs> he's already <laughs> broken. Like Emil just give up now. Then Emil gets grabbed again. Like, see, I told you, <laughs> dude. Slash. It's. How does the it's OG so good. React to this big change. Does it feel like a big change? Um, a lot of mixed thoughts, but I, I, I think a lot of it is like more on the positive um, end. Yeah, yeah more on the I've positive seen. end, and. And I think a lot of the negativity is just coming from the fact that it's different. Yeah. But I think it's growing on everyone right. already. Right. Like mm-hmm. I, I've seen um, older Guilty Gear players applying their old knowledge to this one. Because you know how um, this game has many levels of blocking? Yeah. Yes. And how... There's, there's normal blocking. There's just defense. There's faultless defense. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, it's a particular uh like combo like not naman combo setup but um like a a block string to a safe jump into options mm-hmm. okay. so he shows the same setup against the three different blocks and it puts you in very different positions at the end of it huh and parang like that's how deep the system gets pero visually you can just unga bunga your way through and still have a grand mm-hmm. old time right it's it's super great and uh, Rafi, when we say that every character is now unga bunga, it just mm-hmm. like everyone's hits feel so chunky. It's so yeah. good. I think uh, the developers' mindset going on here is that let's make every character strong. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that was the thing. That's we it. don't nerf. We make everyone stronger. No, no nerfs, just strong. Everyone's going yeah. To- <laughs> Because Nobody's like gonna look down. Dude, like back in like back then, like hitting with chip felt horrible. Oh yeah. Absolutely nothing. horrible. Yeah. Like like Scratch. I would punch Potemkin, hardly any damage. I mean and that's that still felt true. bad. <laughs> true. It's still true, but it's not as bad as before. Yeah, he's chip a lot feels chonkier here. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Chip feels chonkier. Um, I haven't played the game a lot yet. As in, I literally just booted it up last night to play a, uh, a few rounds with Aris and Migs over here. Mm-hmm. And we had a blast. Even though we had a little bit of a time finicking with the network rooms, the netcode itself <laughs> The netcode net itself is amazing. It's just everything but, around it is a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Finding the room. The yeah. It's the, I think it's the, the worst Arxis has ever made so far. Mm-hmm. Horrible. It's weird, man. It's absolutely weird. But, you, but once you're in, once, once, once you're, you're in, in you're it's gold. butter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can believe that mm. this only happens in the PC version. The, what? the really? player match lobbies are broken in the PC version to the point that they can't use it on tournaments. Oh, and no. Okay. Most tournament organizers prefer the PS4 or PS5 versions now okay. because the, the player match lobbies work. As I is. mean, like... So, like oh, in general, the FGC likes the consoles just yeah. for yeah. Just, just for a baseline, right? It's easier yeah. to set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, yeah. but what I do you call it? it? Gets a, like a patch or something. Yeah, it, it's yeah, probably. I was a, just about to say a symptom of you know how Japanese developers don't know how to port stuff to PC. Right. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they previous don't Arxis PCs. games kind of have the not perfect PC ports as well, so it mm-hmm. might just be that. Hopefully, they fix it though. Yeah, and and like I was about to say as well, um, th- this is fucking day one, yeah. so this game can only get better. Right. Um. I would best describe this game as even if you don't know how to play, you can literally pick up any character and, and sort look of do moderately cool. well. Yeah. And still look really cool playing it. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. like every other Arxis game where you need the fucking bachelor's degree to play one character. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Right? it's not like Tekken where you have to like memorize every move from the list. Right. It's not oh, like dude. previous Guilty Gear where each character has a subsystem outside mm-hmm. of the base yeah. system. This one, oh, yeah, while they do still cool. have that, you yeah. can just not care. You can just press buttons and do Hadouken. And they do things. One of one of the new things in this game that I love is the wall break system. Any of you boys play with that yet? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's surprisingly easy wall to wrap your head around. Okay. Yeah, and like, uh, so so the wall break system is if you have someone in the corner and you hit them on the wall enough, the wall kind of has like this HP or something. Mm. Yeah. But once you hit them enough into the wall, it breaks and kind of cracks. You trans- yeah, they wall splat yeah, into a crack. It'll, it'll, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, the really cool part about the wall break system is not only do you deal the damage and shit like that, and you get the cool cinematic transition to the next stage, mm-hmm. but it removes the enemy from the corner. It puts yeah. you Which both in neutral after. It puts mm-hmm. you... That, that's the best part for me because I know the attacking player will feel bad about it. That like, yeah. oh, I lost the corner, right? Like, it's going to feel bad. But for me... That's such a big deal into making this game exciting to watch because once yeah like like once you get someone pressuring someone into a corner super hard there will be a point wherein they break through that wall and it'll reset to neutral which to me makes a more exciting and watchable esport you know what i mean yeah plus imagine um, rafi if yeah. if your favorite wrestler is just in the turnbuckle <laughs> And they're not even moving because because Ric Flair keeps on chopping, you know. Mm. Okay. Ric Flair yeah. is a is a very bulldog uh, fighting game character. He won't let you out of the corner. He'll just um, chop now, you yeah. into that yeah, turnbuckle. You if you're not blocking the chops, why stop, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Guilty Gear develops the system that finally you have a fight. Anyone has a fighting chance against Ric Flair when it comes to corners. <laughs> You know, yeah, dude. Break it, it, so. Dude, just imagine, just imagine. You're stuck in the corner. Ric Flair is coming at you with the chops. Woo. And on the fifth chop, Woo. the turnbuckle breaks, and both of you fly into a different ring <laughs> in the center. And you both are in the center <laughs> at neutral. You know, ring. And, <laughs> and you know what? The audience will totally eat it. Yeah, they'll dude, follow they'll you into the other the audience. Dude, it's the so there's a whole nother audience in the next ring. Yeah, 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 exactly. You end up in a different Thunderdome. stadium. Thunderdome, baby. Dude, it's so good. From the LA it's Sports so good. Center game. to the Thunderdome. And and um for for the for the attacking player, because I know that they yeah, will yeah. like, oh I'm gonna lose my advantage, shit like that. Yeah, blah, you get blah, the blah. damage but, buff though. 
you get the damage buff and you get the tension buff. Yes. Like right after you do a wall break, you gain more tension throughout the round. It goes up round. faster. Yeah. If you get yeah, the, you can, tension like, up. Like even just running forward gives you tension, tension in that state. Tension being the EX gauge or the super meter. Yes. Yes, uh, your super meter. All right, all right. All right. So imagine and, if Rick yeah. finally broke <laughs> turnbuckle, resets to neutral on the other ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can just like pull off a figure four out of he starts, nowhere. Yeah, he, he has oh. a super ready immediately. Dude, he has a super ready. <laughs> he will just dance around you all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And then just and, starts and, getting and, younger. <laughs> And, and, and the, the attacking player also has other options because, of course, you, you're going to lose that advantageous position, right? Mm-hmm. But if you break the wall with a super, when you reset to the neutral in the other uh, arena, um, the opponent uh, that was on the defensive who took that super and took that wall break will start on the ground. So that puts the attacking player still at an advantage even though it resets to neutral. Right. Which is to me, it's balanced. So, so Rafi, imagine, imagine, if 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 Ric Flair has you on the turnbuckle, and he's doing the chops, but he finishes it off with a figure four on the turnbuckle. Somehow, that's fucking crazy. Dude. On the turnbuckle, a figure, figure four on the turnbuckle, and they break Amazing. through the turnbuckle and land in the other ring. But Ric Flair is standing, and the opponent is on the ground, ready to that's get another figure, figure four <laughs> again, dude, okay. again. Again! How do you wall break with a figure four? <laughs> yeah, dude. How would you figure four in the turnbuckle? That's so ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, that's the analogy we have to go through. <laughs> no, and, 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 and it's not like the wall breaks are random. Like, mm-hmm. you will see it coming, and it's you can sort of control your combo into it. Much like how like Fighter Z has a wall bounce mechanic, right? You get one per combo. Mm-hmm. You get one ground bounce per combo. Or like in in Tekken, you get the one I don't know wall bounce also per combo, right? Yeah, it's like guaranteeing a splat in Tekken, right? You know what that is? Uh-huh. Like when they're yeah. up against the wall, then they're free. Yep. Yeah, you can. Yep, yep, yep. You can. You'll know when that happens because specific attacks will put them into the splat state if they're up against the wall, and then mm-hmm. you will know when the next hit will break because they're just full on stuck there for a long ass time. Mm-hmm. Then any next hit will trigger the wall break. And I think one of the best parts about this Guilty Gear is that it just takes away the barrier to entry in a sense that, like we mentioned earlier, it simplified everything. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the first Guilty Gear where I actually fully understand Roman cancels. <laughs> and it's different here too. Really- it's oh. different, right? It's yeah, super yeah. different here. And now I fully get it. I fully get how to Roman cancel in this game. But do you? There's, yeah, there's three of, at least three of them. <laughs> I know there is a blue... A yeah. purple okay. and a red. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, is that the they all do different three things. different purples? Yeah. Uh, do they? <laughs> it depends on okay, what you're I don't doing understand and Roman when, you, when you do it. Yeah. It's like the okay. RKO. Maybe I still don't. There's a neutral one, an offensive and a defensive. <laughs> Roman you use Roman cancel the RKO. Yeah, yeah. You use no. an RKO in neutral, <laughs> or when you're jumping, or uh, when you just hit someone. So it's it's. Different situation. In my mind, so it's the, the situational best. RKO. You're making the best like case for a wrestling fighting game. Just dude, <laughs> I am just, just helping me, you just understand all this craziness that is. So, so when Randy Orton uh, Roman cancels someone in an RKO, they're just floating in air slower than everyone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. <laughs> 
Dude, um, or <laughs> how about this? How about this? Imagine if if Ric Flair was doing the chops. He's doing the chops. <laughs> and then in the middle, Flair. like, yeah, yeah, we're back to Ric Flair. And in the middle of a chop, he Roman cancels. So oh that's God. a red Roman cancel. And that'll slow down the enemy and pop him up into the air. And Ric Flair, while the enemy is in slow-mo, can Woo. get him into a figure four. <laughs> in mid-air. <laughs> Imagine! Imagine! Dude, Rafi, that's how awesome Guilty Gear is. Imagine. Whoa. A mid-air figure four Whoa. that might even bring them to the other ring in the other stadium. Dude, you start off at Staples. Then you end up in Madison Square Garden. <laughs> Dude! <laughs> Honestly, that's, that's how it looks like is. half the Whoa. time. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. man. That's this game is sick. sick. It's, I, it's so good. That that takes and so much to, to get me interested, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Emil, we're so doing much. it again. It's we're working. doing it. We're doing it. Dude, you would probably love Potemkin. You would love fucking I Potemkin. Yeah. I feel like Rafi really is uh, like Guilty is, uh... Gear has always been around my peripheral. I had like a old mm-hmm. uh, like an OG Game Pro of like that had oh. a strategy guide for or like parang combo brief whatever it was mm-hmm. for for OG Guilty Gear. I learned that there were like instant kills in the game. Uh, not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. They don't have it anymore. Yeah, not anymore. Took them out. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, e- ever since oh. Owen Hart got injured. They- <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Got him. He's so sharp with these. Holy hell, dude! Were you so preparing on for this double? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm doing it natural, baby. I, I, I got you. Nature boy. <laughs> Honestly, I was just gonna let you guys have your fun. Like I, I've seen it. It's around my peripheral. I'm not very good at that. I played the one fighting game, and like. I will not let you boys have your thing. Fine, that's okay. But now I, I'm mm, I'm considering dipping my toe in the water because it works. It's Rafi. It's really quite good, yeah. and with how high the damage I'm is, mm. like like I think anyone can jump in here. And with how short mm. the combos are, and with the emphasis on counter hits, yeah, I think this is the guilty gear to jump into. That was why I was such a like. I, I main Sentinel in, in Marvel because he, he had just like five, like here's his combo was like Ooh. five inputs. <laughs> <laughs> the the, Dude, the spike like, paddle at the end. Yeah, yeah, the kick kick and then the frying pan at the end. <laughs> yeah, the frying pan Dude, into the rocket punch into ball. Rocket punch this into, is... into, yeah, the, the charge. This is super great too because the tutorial for this, the mission system, mm-hmm. And the move list itself is really, really great for people who are getting into fighting games. Have you guys looked into the command list yet? Yeah, like, yes. really looked at it. We have. In video it's, form. it's it's super crazy. Um, you you go to the command list in any fighting game, and it'll just show you the move, and it'll tell you the name of the move. Yeah. But for this game, you go in there, and uh, it's all your standard stuff. Uh, and they've trimmed it down. It's a really short list that you have to mm-hmm. memorize. So um, you have your basic moves, you have your command inputs, and 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 stuff specials. like that. You, specials and you supers. have your specials. You have your command normals. But every time you highlight a move, something on the right side of the screen pops up of a short video showing the move number one and a bunch of words 
I know. Crazy. <laughs> a bunch of words on the bottom of the screen that explain to you the pros and cons of this move and possible situations oh, that cool. might be a good time to use this move Actual for. tips and tricks. Dude. Yeah. So, the, for the example... Only, the like, only thing missing yeah? with that is frame data. Which yeah, is which that's is the only thing missing. Which is the um I think only Netherrealm has done that. Where the frame mm-hmm. data is in the move list. <laughs> I think Dude, Tekken has and, it too. Tekken has it now. Tekken has it, but it's yeah. in the Training. it's in the training mode itself. Ah, yeah, yeah. Not on the man. move list. Okay. Mm-hmm. And like for example, like for Chip, like uh Chip has a, a Shoryuken move, right? And if you highlight it in the command list, it'll tell you that hey, this move is invincible on startup and it would be great to use to counter hit an opponent that's too aggressive or when you're getting up from an on-the-ground state. And for a new fighting game player, that's invaluable advice. That's too much information, actually. <laughs> yeah. The secrets that, of the Golden so City. That would make someone dangerous. <laughs> I, think, I, think I can name, I can name two fighting games who does this kind of ridiculous info dump that's so helpful to beginners that is guilty gear and virtual fighter those oh. are the two oh, I th- who meticulously okay. just goes and teaches you everything i mean i thought you were gonna say under night in birth oh, but like that one's different Not that different. one's different <laughs> i'd say like vf is fine but there's also the part where it doesn't explain to you what an open and closed stance is they did in evolution well, I, I was watching Alan struggle on VF5 and oh, th- on the that's Alan and that's VF5. VF4 Evolution is the complete like tutorial <laughs> mode. That's like the top level. That's the that's the interpreter of uh, right. tutorial mode. But it's <laughs> the, the interpreter one, of tutorial. The one game out of it's not the latest one, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that I agree with you. Uh, Virtual Fighter. Uh, Guilty Gear, and uh, I'd like to add to that list, Skullgirls have some of the Skull best Girls? tutorials. Yes. Skullgirls oh, yeah. is crazy because it's made by Skullgirls fighting crazy game people. <laughs> so they know. Yeah. And like, I, I was gonna mention, like, I thought you were gonna say Undernight in Birth, but that is a completely different ball game. That fucking game makes you take, like, that game makes you take the SATs before you can fight. Yeah, it's so. yeah, yeah. like King of Fighters <laughs> levels of um, It's old Arxis. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But this game good. This game is really fun. This game good. It's not this intimidating to jump into either, unlike previous Arxis mm-hmm. games. What what character do you guys think Rafi would like? You, you know, besides Potemkin. Saul. Actually, Saul. Saul bad guy yeah, is pretty Onga Bonga. Giovanna's uh, Onga Bonga too. Everyone's Onga Bonga. But Giovanna is what like precise Onga Bonga. She's not like oh, Melia yeah. where you just do, do all the things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like you have to, to, to yeah, you have to time things right and space things right. What Saul is just discovers? like big buff man with sword, and Kai is skinny man sword... with sword. Oh, he's bald man. S- no, Saul's wait. sword doesn't even need to be sharp. Isn't this the the game with the wrestler man, the big the big wrestler man? No, no, that's Grand Blue. Like, a... oh, yeah, right. that's Grand Blue. Oh, well. That's different. Oh. That's different. But you still have Who Potemkin. He does the backbreakers man. and shit. Yeah, big bald man. Big bald man, uh, big bald man is. is Faust. <laughs> Faust. Big big bald man is Faust. Man. He's a weirdo. He's, He's a, a weird zoning man. weirdo. Is he the guy with the uh, pool cue? He's like 
Rack. No, 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 that, that's, that's Venom. Venom. You're talking I about Venom. Venom. Venom's not here, yeah. Venom should Venom be here. Venom would be cool. Mm -hmm. uh, um, the roster is small. Faust is <laughs> like the embodiment of Rakdos. So. I'd say I yes. believe that he's the mm -hmm. he's the torture chamber of oh, Rakdos. Pa paper bag man. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, paper yes, bag paper man. Bag man. Um, he's bald. I play I play paper bag man and Chip Zanoff. Ninja art. boy. Mm -hmm. God, which is just the two characters I play in Skullgirls, which is Valentine and Peacock. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> without the boobs. Okay. <laughs> mm. What do you call it? Yeah, I really think you'd like this game, Rafi. I next, really think so. Next time you play it, you could try it. it, I will watch it. I will definitely watch it. it. You could remote play with us, to be honest. Oh, yeah, Dude, sure. You... Because it's remote play. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a yeah, fighting yeah, yeah, game, sure. so it should be remote playable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Try it. I, I, will, yeah. I will give it the benefit of the try. The benefit of the try. The benefit of the try. Holy shit. It's like, um, it gives me the same vibes as playing Smash, where you can pick any character and have a vague... And do kind base, of well. Yeah, like a like a vague base sense of how a character should fight. And then just figure mm -hmm. out the specials yeah. after that, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. Actually, mm -hmm. yeah that's yeah. a good comparison. Man. It's super Unlike, great. As long as you know yeah. to not mash buttons when you're not supposed to, you're good. I mean, depending on the character, uh -oh. but... Unlike yeah, in Tekken, yeah, where depends. if you don't know the combo strings, you just can't do You're anything. You're gonna die. Yeah. Uh huh. Exactly. Yeah. Like Tekken is a much more intimidating game than this. You have to oh, learn yeah, for sure. You have to study. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, that's uh, actually the only thing I have for consumption that we already haven't talked about. So the last thing I do want to talk about. Uh, this isn't a wreck because it's not out yet, but it's something I'm super duper excited about escape and plan three. The fuck? <laughs> um no it's not escape plan three but it is pretty expendables the feeling is pretty expendables yeah. I, I am super excited about the th other thing that dropped yesterday so many things dropped yesterday mm -hmm. and that thing that dropped yesterday is a trailer for a thing called Metal Slug Tactics. Yeah, baby. I am so excited for that. Have you boys seen that trailer? Yep. Mm -hmm. I thought it was an anime. Looks I nice. It was an anime, yeah, dude. A dude. The, game. the gameplay looks sick. The, the gameplay looks sick. The trailer looks sick. And and dude, like just the music kicking in and hearing the announcer say their names just made me feel feelings because I'm such a huge fan of Metal Slug. I love Metal Slug. Yep. And to see it come back in this form is amazing to me. I fucking love it. Uh, yeah. It's like The Rock going back. I know Metal Slug. <laughs> <laughs> I know Metal Slug. I played so much Metal Slug. I'm oh, fine. God. I'm but yeah, right, um... <laughs> He's just keeping you on the level, man. He's just keeping you on the level. But for anyone who has not seen the trailer, Metal Slug Tactics, uh, it, it's a sick-ass trailer. Check out that trailer. But if you haven't seen it, um, Metal Slug Tactics is going to be set in the Metal Slug universe with all the no Metal shit. Slug characters that you know and love. But instead of a side-scrolling shoot-bang kind of experience, what you're going to have is a uh, tile-based tactics experience, which they showed off some of the gameplay in it, and it looks good. It looks what really good. Those think? sprites look insane. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, and I know SNK's always been known for their sprite work when it comes to the Metal uh, Slug games, and this one did not disappoint. Like all of the art is on point, all of the sprite work is on point, and um, I'm just excited to be in this universe again because I love how ridiculous the Metal Slug universe is, and. I'm I don't know I'm just super duper excited I know I don't have much to talk about because it's a trailer but <laughs> I, I hope it's good uh, yeah. yeah I hope it's good and I'm feeling feelings my man speaking of trailers mm-hmm. what how do y'all like think how you'll think about that you and real trailer for Elden Ring <laughs> <gasps> right it's real finally, finally it's not a meme <laughs> It's real. It's out. I love that pot man. Dude, I, I, I feelings were felt. Dude, feelings were felt. But also, mm-hmm. it looks just like Dark Souls. I mean, it's from Dude. Form Software. I know, yeah. but they look way too similar. Dude, the dude, of the form is it really the point? Dark or can kind this of. man just make one game? Dude. What do you call it? It's the thing the that stuck out to me is one frame of that trailer is just from a berserk panel. Yeah, I swear. Really that tree in the sky, the in- it's just from a berserk so. panel. The entire series of games is just berserk. Yeah. It's <laughs> all exactly. of it. That's all of it. That's, that's the berserk. That's, that's the true. like the their their reason for existence. All these games berserk. Are just for berserk. Um, I mean, if we if we didn't have guts, we wouldn't have cloud. Things that I like about the trailer is that ominous shot of that knight standing beside oh, yeah. this this royalty of a princess. And oh, also yeah. horse battles. Finally we're yeah, getting that looks, horseback. That looks super That's sick. sick. No, no, no. Double jumps and horses. My my big up is ho- super horse jump. Yeah. Super horse jump. jump. There was that one f- frame where the jump was so large for a horse. It's <laughs> no place for a horse. In, yeah, in before no, no place, place for a horse, for a horse jump. jump. No place for a horse jump. He but he did it. Yeah. But he did it. Yeah. <laughs> and with, with the addition of horseback riding and bells, that that means it's this like open world, um, Dark Souls, almost like they expanded or opened up the fields for for horse movement. And I'm not sure how I felt about it because, of course, it's going to be way different. Like, it'll feel way different because we're used to like claustrophobic being areas. claustrophobic mm-hmm. and narrow. So having all this open space to play with um, on horseback or on foot would be, I don't know, it, it, it would definitely feel weird. I can't wait for Dark Souls Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here we go again. Breath of the Wild. The Breath of the Wild of Dark walls. Souls. <laughs> Dude, oh, there's a little stamina bar Dude. that shows up. I would, starts I would play that Dark Souls. <laughs> Dude, gliding in Dark Dude, Souls. Dude, fucking Horizon's doing it, so why not? Really? Everyone has yeah, a glider no now. <laughs> Everyone can climb. Damn. Everyone has a glider. Everyone can Thank fish. You, Everyone can fish. Thank you, Aang. Yes. <laughs> he does the, the little oh, trick dude. with the wind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, um, that's actually mostly it. Um, I'm excited for things. Um, 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 I'm happy about Trese. I'm happy about the rating we've been doing. And I think that brings our weeks to a close, boys. And I, I would like to ask... There. 
Cruise. <laughs> I, I would like to ask you boys, do you guys, maybe, maybe it's a segment of the show. I, I can't recall. <laughs> but, 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 um, do you guys have any recommendations that you guys might have for us that we might want to consume in the near future? Migs. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, good thing I'm prepared today because I have okay. one wreck that yeah, you all would really love and that is Bo Burnham's Inside oh. from Netflix. Just, I haven't oh, seen it it's yet. it's a Netflix. I thought when you it's wrote it, uh, it was Inside the Game. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a, that's a surprise. Oh. Um, surprise. So it's a one-hour, I think one-hour-ish special of Bo Burnham. Oh. If, if you guys haven't um, known this man, this this gift to the world. Uh, Bo mm-hmm. Burnham is like a, a YouTube sensation before, who is like a musical comedian. He writes uh-huh. funny songs and has lyrics that is absurdly dark <laughs> most of the time, but at the same time, yeah, it's really funny and it's really catchy. And mm-hmm. um, in this special, he made. Uh, wrote and directed this special by himself for over a year during the pandemic inside his own room and it's just oh uh, you could see like uh the production like he has he sets his own lights he sets his own cameras um but it's still pretty impressive like he has light effects that um he set up for each song that he wrote Mm -hmm. and performed um, if you want a preview of it, you can go to YouTube and search uh, Welcome to the Internet, which is, mm. you could count it as a trailer for this, mm-hmm. for this special. And it's, it's so good. It's so catchy. Um, it's, the song is basically about, about the Internet. But how he wrote the song um, really catches the spirit, quote unquote, the spirit of the Internet, which is chaotic and so fast. Mm-hmm. That you won't be able to breathe all this information that's that the internet is giving to you. I the, think I think Rafi would love Bo Burnham. Oh, you know, Rafi would Migs, definitely love Bo Migs as as somebody who's only like been exposed to Bo Burnham now. Like like like, uh, uh, what do you think about him? Like because I've been following him for a long time to the point that I used to have his old album on my Damn. iPod. Dang, wow. so, classic man. <laughs> I I was listening to his songs over and over again. And just to see um, Bo Burnham still up yeah. and at it right now is so fun. But as somebody who's just discovered him now, like, like how is he? Dude, it's weird because I have actually seen Bo Burnham before in a show called Parks and Rec. And he's one of... He guested what? in one episode in Parks and Rec. As a, he was in Parks of, and Rec? Yeah, he was like a cowboy musician who's so spoiled... <laughs> Uh, that, uh, but but Chris Pratt's character loves him so much that he that they want to feature him in this uh, Pawnee event, but in the end they didn't like book him because he's such an asshole and his dad. Okay. His dad. So, but that's the thing about Parks and Rec. Um, but yeah, like um, I discovered Bo Burnham like last year, uh, last week, and of course this he's he's old. Like I, I tried to like watch his early stuff. He's just a kid. <laughs> he's yep, just some, he's just a kid. He's mm-hmm. Just a boy. He looks so different, and I like the the that the transformation that this special has has made him. He looks mm-hmm. way different than what he was like two years ago because of you know Dude. 
he has the he has he has depression. <laughs> this, this yeah, episode. yeah. Bo Burnham has been dealing with depression for He's a very long time. Is it really? Yeah, it, it really comes out in his songs. And if ever you felt any of those feelings, like Bo Burnham, like hits it hits the nail on the head. Yeah, and he was already getting better until mm-hmm. the pandemic, <laughs> dude. And it yeah. kind of like uh, this is like the drive he has for getting uh, this special because the special is mo- like the special mostly deals about the pandemic and how it affects him. And everyone like mm-hmm. it, like ba- basically affects him, but he also like writes about songs about uh, what people have been dealing with during the pandemic. Like he has a song about Instagram, which is actually funny. He has a song about zooming uh, your parents, which is also funny. Huh? Okay. It's, it's, it's really relevant nice. topics. Songs relevant about topics. Working out during the pandemic, <laughs> and songs about dude. There, he has a song about celebrating. His birthday during, during the, the pandemic, pandemic. <laughs> which is kind oh, of no. it's so depressing, but at the same time, it's really funny. Okay. And what do you call it? Like, uh, uh, this yeah. is great. I, I'm just so happy that Bo Burnham is back and he's still relevant and he's doing good shit. Yeah. So yeah, Bo Burnham's inside gonna wreck it. Oh, oh that's so sick, nice. man. I feel so old. Like, how oh, old God. is Bo Burnham? I think thirty. Like, <laughs> oh, he's our age. He's younger so, than he's, us. He's, he's your age. He, he, he's, he's, he's younger I, than I mean, both of us. He's younger than all of us, but yeah. you know, he's he's close. He's near our age. He's younger than all of us. Oh, don't, don't try to save that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, who has more spicy recommendations that they can recommend to the fine audience today? Migoy. Okay, I got something. I it's not out yet, probably uh, once you hear this episode, but should be coming out within the month. It's a Netflix show because everything seems to be hitting Netflix this June. Yeah, and that is going to be the Hathaway's Flash movie for Gundam. Yeah. Exclusive. Oh, oh, oh. Which, yeah, it's coming to Netflix, baby. And it's also set in the Philippines. Pinoy Pride. What? Oh, is it? It's set what? in yep. Davao. What? And yeah, they, they drive along a street with a Jollibee. And it's a real-ass street with a real-ass Jollibee. <laughs> oh, man. Cool. Interesting. And yeah, it's a it's a story that used to be non-canon in the manga, but it has some of the oh. one of the coolest uh, mech designs. It's where the the Sea Gundam and the Penelope Gundam are from, which are mm. like you know the the big fat ones, <laughs> the, the <laughs> okay. like spaceships, the, mm-hmm. the big intimidating fat ones. So yeah, this is that animated, and apparently is now UC canon because of this. So maybe they'll fix whatever problems the original one had. Cool. And can sort mm-hmm. of tie to uh, the post events of the Char's counterattack movie that also happened way, way, way back then. Can't wait! Can't wait! Really happy Be- once they sick. announce that it's coming to Netflix. So yeah, hopefully we get it too. Pinoy Pride. <laughs> oh, Pinoy Pride. Speaking of the original Smigoy, um, not only Gundam Hathaways is coming to Netflix next month, but also the original three Gundam movies in Char's Counter-Attack. Oh, nice! Some of the Gundam movies. That's cool. UC um, Pride, oh, yeah. let's go! UC Pride, let's go! Oh, and maybe Flat I Earthers. should try. Those movies of the try. original show fix a lot of the problems of the TV show proper because it's mm. a condensed storytelling with a lot of new scenes. Would you say that that would be better to jump in than oh, watching the old fuck stuff? Fuck hell yeah, uh, it's a lot better. Okay. <laughs> 
sick. They skip sick. a ton of garbage, dude. Oh, yeah. I, I like, like, um, but I really wanted to see the episode where they needed salt. Uh, <laughs> that's there. Just that's part of that. it, right? That's there? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's in the movie? That's when he gets fucking slapped, I think. Okay, yeah. sick, sick. Okay. Oh. But mm, the, I, the mm. episode where they meet that uh, uh, Zeon defector with the Zaku that throws rocks is no, not no, in that's, the movie. That's, from the, that's for the series. <laughs> that's just for yeah. the series. Oh, man. That's stupid sick. shit. Mm. Oh, gonna wreck Good recommend. You gonna wreck it? I'm gonna wreck it. Hathaway's Flash. Six, six, six. I hope he makes and up for uh, his uh, shitty character from Charles Counterattack. <laughs> oh, so I will grab that wreck ball from that turnbuckle. Why is it still and a ball? Wall break and it. now it's a turnbuckle. Wall break it. I will wall break the pigskin into the turnbuckle and it will smash into the other arena where Raffi is waiting. What is this super sport that you just invented? <laughs> I don't know, but I want to try out. Dude. <laughs> What you reckon for us this week, Raptor? Okay, man? I have something that's kind of weird to promote because, like, there's no one way to promote it because, like, uh, there's no source. Uh, <gasps> oh, but what? <laughs> if you are ever into, like, if, if you want to have, like, comfort things to watch on YouTube, like, you're having a bad day or you're kind of down or you want something funny to start the day or kind of something up- uplifting, go search Megatron from Universal Studios. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, what? dude, that yeah, guy's great. Our, our our Lord and Savior Megatron uh, from Universal <laughs> Studios is doing some fine fine work out there. He's a so so uh, it's part of like a photo taking ex- mm-hmm. uh, uh, area in Universal Studios where Megatron like a giant fucking Megatron cosplayer uh, man in a suit uh, man in oh, a suit comes out man. and he's actually like moving and flailing and he's yeah really he's on acting. like stilts and stuff. Yeah, he's really acting Megatron. He does the hisses too. He does the growls. He's like the speech pattern. Yeah, the speech pattern. It's great. He has the cadence. Nice. He has a like a vocal changer too to to kind of give him that gravitas. And yeah, he he does the so reverb. much of it in, in character. I just love watching videos of this guy. Um, everyone like just search it on YouTube. Everyone usually like it gets uploaded from every different way. And now most mm. of my YouTube recommends are just Megatron. Dude, he'll <laughs> shit talk you in the most wholesome way. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Okay, he'll, he'll go like huh, humans and their selfies. <laughs> Sick. Like As you take a selfie stuff. in front of him. Yeah. Uh, so go forth and find me the prime, or find, gonna, find, <laughs> find me the old Spock. Gonna, so uh, this is just one specific theme park actor that's been making the rounds on the internet. I don't I know think if so. they swap Sounds out, like but it. like everything I've watched from him is like super great, like acting stuff. Like he does cool. it in character. Like uh, there's this one video where he meets like a little kid, a little kid dressed as Bumblebee. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think I've seen this video. It's, yeah, it's kind of the best. He goes like, uh, the, the kid just walks up to him and, and Megatron goes, mm, who do we have here? Whoa. Bumblebee, you shall not, <laughs> you shall not defeat me. Something like that. the kid, the kid gets kind of uh, he just clams up and doesn't kind of interact. So Megatron oh. just goes, "Oh, you are not here to fight. You must be here to defect." <laughs> with, with you at my side, the Autobots will not stand a chance. <laughs> he just does all uh, that. That's shit, really right? good. He, uh, there's, there's also bits that that. 
that don't just uh that also include like other kind of voice actors in the back like kind of watching his performance because one time um he like a group of kind of cancer survivors come come up to him and say and like he he gets he, he pauses for a second because he can't shit talk like the, the cancer yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. and he just goes mm, so you have beaten the fearsome Cancer, you are a mighty warrior. Um, uh, <laughs> this is the only time that I will permit kindness. Star scream, and then you hear like a jet sound in the background and transformation uh, sound. Yeah. And Star scream starts talking to Megatron, and Star scream look I, like Megatron looks into the sky, and he's like, "Star scream, you miserable lout, you are fired, and this this is your <laughs> replacement, young Angie." Angie shall lead the horde. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. 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 That's sick. Find fucking Megatron. I want to go to Universal Studios and just meet. Yeah. This, this amazing. I'd love man. to meet him too. <laughs> so cool. So Universal Studios Megatron yeah. man. Yeah, I'm gonna wreck it. There you go. Sick. Okay. Sick. And I believe for the recommendations that leaves me, and I will recommend something um, a little bit off flavor from what you guys have, have, have recommended so far. You guys have recommended fun stuff. I'm going to recommend something not as fun, but it's very interesting. So okay. I'm actually almost sure that this video has popped up onto your recommended in some sh- way, shape, or form because his... Uh, this channel's last video like absolutely exploded on the internet for some reason it went super duper viral and um, I am going to recommend this YouTube channel uh, that I've been uh, watching for a while uh, called JCS Criminal Psychology and <laughs> Whoa. W- w- yeah what this channel is like this guy doesn't upload very often um, on his channel right now JCS Criminal Psychology there's only 18 videos but a lot of them are super duper long form. They range from like um, 17 minutes to 1 hour 30 minutes, right? They're really long videos. Mm-hmm. But basically what this channel is, is it will take you through um, the interviews of certain criminal cases to show you what techniques the police use to implicate you for a crime, number one, or number two, um, behaviors and uh, 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 tendencies that suspects tend to have uh, depending on uh, how uh, they are and shit like that. And it's really super duper interesting. This, like, for example, this what? Sounds, yeah? This sounds scary. <laughs> Is this, it's, th- do they like feature the guy from How to Make a Murder? Uh, like, what's that? Like, How to Make a Murderer? No, 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 okay. no, not at all. But these are real cases that uh, uh, basically it's it's extra scary because these are real ass cases wherein the recordings of their interviews are made public record. That's mm. why JCS Criminal Psychology um, has access to these. Yeah. So he gets these public record interviews and turns them into this. And it's super duper interesting. If if you've ever been interested about criminal psychology and the types of psychology that detectives and police officers use to number one get a confession, or number two get implicating evidence or 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 um, um, conflicting timelines uh, out of a suspect, whether they be innocent or guilty, it's absolutely horrifying. 
Like, like it's absolutely horrifying. So, um, but not all of them are like that. And uh, the one video that actually went super duper viral right now is a video you might have seen called "What Pretending to Be Crazy Looks Like." Oh, and that's that what one. that is. Yeah, oh. exactly, exactly, right. And basically, this this video is an hour long video documenting the interview of a guy who is trying to use insanity as his defense mm-hmm. and trying to seem crazy. And throughout the entire hour, this guy even gets the interview of somebody who was actually deemed crazy and points out the differences between somebody who's actually crazy and somebody who's trying to pretend to be crazy. Oh, and cool. it's it's absolutely horrifying because he'll he'll go through really, really specific points wherein like, yo, uh, notice how the suspect's behavior changes when there's no one in the room with him and when he notices there's a camera on him, how he consistently plays it up to the camera and stuff. Like, he points out really, really specific behaviors and it's horrifying that there are people out there like this, but it's super duper interesting. But... If I were to recommend any video from this channel, it would be the video called The Legend of Jeff, right? <laughs> Wait a second. And it's, it's the complete outlier in all of these videos because these videos are like super horrifying. Like there's one video where a daughter plans the murder of her parents. There's, there's one uh, video where an angry white guy shoots a bunch of black kids just because they wouldn't turn their music down. Um, um, okay. A whole bunch of crazy shit, right? Real yeah. crazy, real cases. And then there's but the video, Jeff. And then there's <laughs> Jeff. Um, I'm recommending the video, The Legend of Jeff from JCS Criminal Psychology. And this just outlines... Oh, no. I'm, I'm seeing the guy. playlist. Oh, like, the Legend of Jeff just outlines... Um, an interview with this legendary figure in 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 overall police interrogation. This guy named Jeff, uh-huh. and he basically just stonewalls all of the techniques of the police. Oh shit! Oh. In 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 a really no no no. He's he's like a fucking like uh uh he's like a heroin addict. He's down on tough times. And he's really like fed up with the police, and he's been through the system, ah, so he knows, he knows. The, these kind of things that the police do to you in order to get a confession out of you. And he's just like had enough. He's like had enough of your bullshit, and it's just super cool because like he'll do stuff like uh, the detectives will say we have a lot of evidence about you, and oh, yeah. it would really help you to um, really really tell us what happened that day. And Jeff will be like, "What evidence? <laughs> now tell me one." Tell me one. I'm not talking to you guys. It's bullshit. Give me a coke. Like it, it's, it's so great. Like so, if you're gonna watch um, a what video a about this guy, watch the Legend of Jeff from JCS Criminal Psychology. Everyone is watching the crazy video. Watch Jeff. Yeah, I'm gonna all, wreck it. I'm, I'm seeing the list here. They also, they also have a video about War Machine, which is that crazy MMA fighter. Yes, that John Copenhaver. Dude, oh, this is yeah. This is something that I've heard of like years ago. It's yeah, interesting yeah. to see it cool here. Yeah, and, and he has the tapes of the actual interviews. Oh, so God, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's interesting and it's horrifying that there are people out there like this. Um, a JCS criminal psychology and the legend of Jeff. I'm gonna wreck it. Jeff. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I'd like yes. to imagine as Jeff gets mm-hmm. interviewed by the cops, it's just Zelda music playing in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the Legend of Jeff, not to spoil anything about real life, but The Legend of Jeff actually has a happy ending. He has his own YouTube channel now. Nice. <laughs> where he kind of just plays guitar and talks about how like uh getting off coke uh getting off heroin has been oh it's good great. good job what jeff a chill, dude. what a legend good job jeff good job jeff massive legend um, yeah so i believe that was a good trade that brings us to the end of our wrecks that brings us to the end of our show but we must keep the balance we must keep the balance between the audience world and the podcast world like, <laughs> I, I I don't know where I'm going with this, but yeah, but yo Rafi, yo well, Rafi, if, yo. if 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 the fine people out there mm. would like to get a little bit more of a taste of the mm. podcast world where the good trades reside in, how would they go about that? You would go to your local Mandirigmang patron, and <laughs> you, <laughs> you ask for the water. And they'll know what the water is. They'll get the glass of water, and you're gonna go thirsty. Take your yeah, you're thirsty. Take a little sip first, and then you're gonna go find an aswang, and then you're gonna grab your little Chris that turns out is, is a knife that is wavy, and then you, know, you oh, swirly in, knife. Yeah, and then you take like the eyeball of the aswang, put it in the water, and the water will start to kind of make weird magic stuff, and then you put it. Uh, you put it on your desk and then in one swift motion throw it at it your computer and go to yeah. patreon.com that should take you to patreon.com amazing <laughs> slash good trades brigade uh, yep no please do not do that um, it's it's easier if you just log on to pa- skip skip everything I said and just go log on to uh, is this the patreon or is this the the socials I forgot <laughs> Social, oh, social. Right. Yeah. Uh, go, <laughs> you got go to Patreon. Uh, they will link uh, the Patreon stuff there. Um, if you see on the Patreon, <laughs> they will. <laughs> no, uh, in all seriousness, you can find uh, episodes of the Good Chase podcast on your local your local Spotify, the the, mm-hmm. the one closest to your city. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you just... That Spotify, yeah, that, that specific yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're from... The one down the street. <laughs> On, on Spotify, you'll find all the episodes, all 87 episodes, including this one, mm-hmm. of all the good trades from the very first to the very last. Uh, uh, all the lineage of the, the sixth episode of the sixth episode. Um, <laughs> uh, afterwards, you can also go find us on social media. We have a bunch. There is the Facebook, facebook.com slash Brigade. There's the Facebook group. That's the Good Trades Brigade where we post updates and other fun stuff concerning our normal everyday life. There's also the Twitter, GT Brigade, and the the, the Instagram, where, where we sometimes post pictures and updates as well, which is GT Good Trades Pod, I think. Good Trades Podcast. Good Trades <laughs> Podcast on Instagram. You made the podcast. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, man. There you go. Man. Yeah, that's sick. I mean, it seems like you take, like, it seems like you took care of everything, my man. Yeah. And, um, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just he like, just took everything. Just like Tresse takes care of all of us. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. He took that she took us like the family of Trese took us under their protection and then enveloped us and asked for mm. a cup of coffee to support us <laughs> to support the the Trese Patreon. Mm-hmm. Yes, on <laughs> www.patreon.com/trese. No, Good Trades Brigade. <laughs> like um, if you guys want to keep the show running, keep it going. Uh we really appreciate those of you who are already supporting the show, keeping the lights on, keeping us from um defending yeah. like keeping us defending the world mm. from from evil forces. Yeah. Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. That's where your money goes. Um um thank you and uh, if you're interested in doing that too, that's www patreon.com slash goodtradesbrigade so I believe that brings our watch to an end boys mm. oh I don't want to die just yet our uh, just the like, podcast it, watch not our life it's, watch yeah. <laughs> it's it's a well known fact that this brigade has always been the bridge between the podcast world and the audience world and we must keep the balance ah yeah because we still have E3 later. <laughs> oh. Wait, E3 is happening now? It's yeah, E3 yeah. weekend, baby. Ubisoft. Crap! Crap! Ooh, E3 now? And the Ubisoft, Ubisoft thing? I'll watch The Legend of Jeff before the Ubisoft. Dude, The Legend of Jeff is great. The Legend of Jeff is so great. That seems like a oh. fun, fun watch. Yeah? That's, that's a trade. That's, that's a good, that's trade. A good trade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like Jeff, keep it going. <laughs> Check yeah. your corners. <laughs> Just like Jeff. Keep it going. Don't trust the, the police. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Not, not I don't talk to no police. <laughs> Give me a Coke. <laughs> Give me, anyway, the, co- the cola, the cola, the Coke. Yeah. That's a drug. RC Cola. Mm-hmm. Give me mm-hmm. a chocolate, you shit. Oh, shit. Oh, I have a chocolate. I have a chocolate. Dude, when are we going to get a chocolate? chocolate. Mm. I want Something chocolate. that doesn't yeah. crumble in your hands. No, no, no. I think the... The, the the most important question is chocolate sponsor us yeah when when when, when? chocolate Cho- when when chocolate when we do it Choc- all the time every time every time on this podcast every fortnight yeah. we say goddamn chocolate so good <laughs> yeah every dude, every dude. episode since, since episode, episode one, one. Yeah. since episode mm-hmm. one baby yeah yeah we were in front we of had... your your office building your warehouse yeah we were mm-hmm. in front of we were in front of uh, the BGC office. The test uh, kitchen. Oh, chocolate. Was, the chocolate yes. test kitchen. We thought it was a doll, but it's a, the chocolate test kitchen. Mm-hmm. And we found out that, oh, they got the chocolate spread. Better keep it secret. Yeah. Keep it secret. I need to mm-hmm. order that. We did that. it for you. We did it for you, chocolate. Now <laughs> we, you, knew, we knew about the chocolate spread. Yeah. yeah. Which reminds me, what are you testing in there? You have one, one flavor. Oh, chocolate. Yeah. What's the deal, chocolate? They're testing the chocolate spread. They're testing the chocolate spread. Mm -hmm. It's secrets that mortal men cannot know. Dude, it takes years to develop big chocolate. So, It's in the Accords. uh, We love our bread, we love our butter, but most of but all, we love our sandwiches. Amen. <laughs> Amen. What was Amen. the what was the sister's name in Madeline? Was she just sister? What was uh, like, Professor? Did she have a name? Gone ago. 
<laughs> oh, this. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Hello, Eddie. That's from Sister Act. <laughs> is she really McGonagall? Points. No. Madeline. No, the one in Sister Act is is McGonagall. Yeah. Five oh, points to Madeline. Yes. <laughs> right. Five points to Madeline. Five points. <laughs> 